people, if you are in the New York City area, and yes, I'm including Philly, or just want to go visit New York City, then I invite you to come attend Who Are These Podcasts Live? October 15th at the City Winery. Get your tickets at WATPNYC.com. Our Detroit show sold out. Don't procrastinate. This will be epic. Anthony Cumia, Brian Johnson, Missy B, Eric Nagel, Producer Chris, Vinny Paulino, Trucker Andy Croge, Jenny Jingles, all confirmed. Other special guests may stop by. WATPNYC.com or whoarethese.com is where you can go to learn more and purchase tickets. There's no song about how important it is to make it big in Detroit. So please come out and see us in New York on October 15th. You want to hear a great story about your dad? So we were at the uh, fan meetup in Detroit. Yeah. And your mom was hammered. Yeah. Yeah. She's having a good (laughs) time. stroke. Well, I mean, she's loving life. I I actually have decided that I like your father. Okay. (laughs) Because he's a nice guy. He is just a super boring, nice man. Mm -hmm. And uh, he says to me, you know that creep off show you guys do. I don't know about some of that stuff you two do. Right. And I go, like what? And he says, Well, you know, that cow bikini thing. Oh, really? And I go, Oh <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I go, that He's bothered you. Up for me. Yeah, it bothers me too. Well it's disturbing. I go, that bothered you? Your son <laughs> really, really seemed to like Way it. Way to spin it. <laughs> and when I said that you liked it, uh-huh. he kinda got like, What? And he knocked your mother's drink all over the table. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing ever. Wait, what? <laughs> you sir are an absolute problem. And you know that. Your let's, son loved it. What? But fucking t- everything's all over the start, table. Let's start the show. Yeah, y'all in for a treat. In for a treat. Literally. Treat, a.k.a. Literally. Treat. Episode three. Buzzed nine. Are you a boner guy? You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? What a dick. I'm the one who should apologize. Cause. Cause-a-roo. Cause-a-roo. slap it's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. Hello, Rubber Nixon Cousin Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that has no tolerance for podcasts that sound like shit. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man whose body type has been referred to as Detroit style. From the creep off, it's Vinny Paulino. I'm so salty, you'll never want to eat me again. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, and the link to the YouTube channel, Patreon, and Supercast, featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. Of course, we have that new installment of Easy For You To Say, and I have another bonus coming up. Uh, next week with Doug from Good Times Great Movies. Hey. We haven't talked to Doug in a little bit. What are you two kids going to get up to? I don't know yeah, but we, him and I, when we get together, we talk Opie. We talk movies. We talk Opie. Oh. So who knows? It'll be fun. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and shit over us in the comments section today. We'll be reviewing a show called The Boogered Up Podcast. This was a suggestion from John Benson. Vinny and I have both watched the show. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Travis Brown and Nick Farrier. 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 I really do believe that kid is probably related to Justin Brown after listening to it. All right. Let's get right into it. I want to show you how the show starts. 
because this is something that I guess all the kids are doing now. You want to tease the really, Opie does this now too. You want to tease all the really great content that's coming up and people have very short attention spans. You have to do it immediately. You have to grab their attention. Like if you watch this next hour and a half, you're going to see this and this and this. We're going to talk about that and this and that. And let me tell you how great that works if you actually said something funny or noteworthy during right. the show. Then you'd be interested in it. Well, this is how uh, this is how this one starts off. The Jeffrey Dahmer I episodes the same thing. So funny. on Netflix. Bro, yeah. crazy! The show. The only reason why I'm so interested in this one is because this one is about the victim's point of view. Dude, this shit is... Oh. Goosebumps thinking about it. This is the, one of the first things that actually was like viral. Everybody was so glued in on what was happening to him because of like cannibalism. Yeah. They were like, yo, what the fuck? And this guy was just so unsettling. Listening yeah. to him speak is like bone chilling. All right, you guys pumped up for this or what? They're going to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer, the new Netflix series. Everyone's into Dahmer right now. You ready to get into it, Vinny? You're on the creep up. You like true crime stuff? We've never talked about Dahmer on the show. No? Why not? Everyone's talking about Dahmer and all the stuff Dahmer was up to. Low-hanging fruit. You think so? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's what they said when they hung him in prison. <laughs> wait until I'm you just see... kidding. They bashed his braids in. Wait until you see the hot takes when they finally get to Dahmer. So I, I sat through all the stuff they were talking about. This tournament that they put together, they were talking about fantasy football, they were talking about pro football, college football, high school football. I kid you not. This goes on and on. And then finally... Kids down at the rec center look pretty good, dude. Finally, there is a transition, and our host, Travis Brown, says, all right, let's get into this thing. The Jeffrey Dahmer I was just the same thing. That's so funny. on Netflix. Bro, yeah. crazy TV Dude, show that just it's came nuts. out. Nobody watched it. I'm on I've episode. I watched, watched it. two episodes. Of I'm it, on episode four. You watched any? All right. All right. I want to point out this co-host that I call Spaz Kid. <laughs> His name is Nick Farrier. He is like Beavis. Did you see when he brought up Dahmer? Watch this again. I'll explain it for the people at home. His arms and legs are going like Cornholio. I have the great Cornholio. Hundred percent. What nuts? The Jeffrey Dahmer I was just episodes. The same thing. That's so funny on Netflix. Bro, yeah. crazy the TV Dude's show nuts. that just it's came nuts. out. And everybody watched. <laughs> he's so fucking pumped. Fire, yeah. fire. He's yeah. not doing a character. <laughs> no, he's just so pumped. And he has like Steve-O's voice. Yeah, and, and probably as many brain cells left <laughs> in his head too. It seems like Steve. No. So this is Travis, who brought up Dahmer, is going to tell us what his experience has been with this new Netflix series so far. Not seen I haven't seen any yet. I've, I've, this, I was going to dedicate this week to do it. All right. So the Spaz Kid's all excited. He's seen three episodes. The other guy saw like four, I think, or two. He hasn't seen any. And this was the whole tease for this episode. <laughs> We're going to get into Dahmer. It's going to be a whole thing. So then uh, Spaz... Gets more excited. <laughs> I love that you call him that. Yeah. So, I mean, you watch this shit. He's insane, right? <laughs> he sucks so much. He sucks so bad. He's the co-host. There's three other guys called the Goons. We'll get into that. But I don't know how he got the chair. And by the way, what year were those chairs built? <laughs> I told you, Graham. I'm doing a podcast. I'll give it back later. Those li- those are from an old lady's living room. Those are from an old a lady's living room. A state sale, I'm guessing. These well, guys want to be fighter and the kid. 
Yeah, they save money on the chairs because they spend it all on the tequila. You see that bottle of yeah, uh, it's an expensive one. Yeah. yeah, they're they're fighter and the grandkid. <laughs> Jesus so Christ, are. Chris, go to a meeting already. <laughs> I you see one. that bottle of tequila? <laughs> All I want to do is I tequila. This kid's fucking flailing around in a chair, and Chris is looking at the bottle of booze on the shelf. <laughs> so I thought, asked I thought this was a fun take and observation by, by Spaz Kid talking about Dahmer's upbringing. And, yeah. like, I feel so bad. I, his upbringing I was shitty, so but, like, he shouldn't have, like, you know. I feel so it was it was bad, but I don't think he should have like you know murdered people and then ate them. You know, yeah. it wasn't that kind of bad. Hot take. <laughs> yeah, as far as upbringings. Yeah, concerned. probably probably wasn't cool to take people's penises and cut them off right. and like, paint them black and like <laughs> do little puppet shows with them. Yeah, I mean his dad was a dick, but I think that's going too far with it. Okay, so then this is interesting because our friend Travis. Has literally no idea what he's talking about, <laughs> but that does not stop him at any point in this conversation. I was gonna say, yeah, like his dad wasn't really a dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm having a mix-up. I think it's Bundy. Bundy. Bundy's dad was super fucking supportive. I'm pretty sure. And what? yeah, I was gonna say Dahmer's dad was like, no, Dahmer's no, dad was no, like no, non-existent. No, 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 it was Dahmer. A hundred percent, it was Dahmer. Da- Dahmer's dad was there. Dahmer's dad was there. And Dahmer's dad tried a little bit, but then he started to push away. I think yeah. I'm, I'm 90% sure that's what happened. <laughs> he was convinced. Then he's like, no, that's definitely wrong. <laughs> and then he's 100%. And then he's 90%. Like he's losing confidence, like 10 percentage points of confidence with every word that comes out of his mouth. 87%. 87%. Uh, okay, 82. Uh, all right. Let's flip a coin. Wait for me to take my bet back. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Like, why even get into it? You haven't watched the show. You don't know anything about it. Why even get into it, guys? There's no reason for it. All right. Let's introduce the goons, because now we've met our two hosts of the show. I'm glad they're comfortable. Way to get uh, way to get dressed up for the show there, Nick. Looks like he's ready for bed. <laughs> but uh, all right. Let's, let's get into the goons. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bugger Up Podcast. We've got the goons on the side. We, we got back, my fairy tale to back. the right, <laughs> left, any way you want to see it. We got Garrett on the side, Better Sleazy, uh, and we got the boy Cody Ray. Oh, oh. <laughs> Rock pile, symbol. What the fuck is this? <laughs> These guys even look like they're friends. They don't look like they have anything in common with each other. The kid on the left wants to play Magic the Gathering. He doesn't yeah. want to be there. The kid in the middle wants a cheeseburger, and the guy on the right just wants to watch football. I'm pretty sure the guy on the edge is waiting for the quick draw to start. <laughs> like This just looks like a fucking yeah. bar. <laughs> yeah, it's a bus stop. What was, what was his little catchphrase? It was no heyo. It was no let's talk shit. It what? was pitter-patter. No, no, pitter-patter was obviously stolen, but this guy at the end here, I think his name is Cody. And we got the boy Cody right. Oh, oh. <laughs> he goes, oh, oh. <laughs> wow, he's pumped up for Cody this. Ray in the house. <laughs> yeah, all right, good. I'm glad he's excited. No, that I guy makes his living as a strip club DJ. I'm gonna put money on it. <laughs> oh, oh. Now I don't know how old these kids are, but they're a little bit out of high school. They're talking about how they're getting older, and they just put on this huge tournament. Now they don't explain what the sport is of the tournament, but they do talk about how sore they all are. <laughs> from playing sports, I guess, the previous weekend or something. Yeah, I know everybody's really sore. Everybody's having a little trouble getting around. We're a lot older. <clears throat> I didn't even play, and I'm sore. I threw the ball a couple times just to see how the ball moved, and I felt it in my bicep the next day, so I can only imagine that everybody else is feeling atrocious. Wait, 
He threw the ball a couple of times and his bicep is sore. How out of shape is this guy? How is that possible? I'm pretty sure I could throw a, f- a ball a few times without feeling Yeah, it. I think he'd be okay the next day. This guy's like, you guys are sore. Oh, my gosh, I was there. He said, we're I all s- getting older. I saw you. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw you guys playing. <laughs> so there's this big trophy that's sitting there between them, and it's got a baseball mitt with a baseball in it, and it says champion 2022 booger ball or boogered ball or whatever that is. So I'm assuming, because they haven't said yet, that this is either a baseball tournament or potentially a softball tournament, right? Isn't that what you guys... The clues would be leaning in that direction. Okay. All right. So we're, I'm going to slowly reveal what's going on here. It does take a minute. But it starts off with, um, you know, they're talking about how sore they all are. Actually, this guy, Nick, I think might be mentally handicapped. All right. I'm not going to use the R word because it might actually apply to this guy because he's talking about how sore he was after playing whatever sport this is. How are you guys feeling? I'm not as sore now, but that like I could start to feel it as like we were driving home. I could feel the pain setting in in my legs. Really? I could feel it like where like I was like, okay, I need to get out the car and keep moving because I'm not going to be able to move. And sure shit, bro. I couldn't like I want to go piss. Like Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, and I was like struggling to sit down on the toilet to oh take a piss. You know, listening to him talk, I don't think he's R worded. No, no, he's more like a guy kicked in the head by a horse or something when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah, like there's something wrong there, but I don't think it's what you think it is. Well, I would make fun of him by saying, I bet he sits down to piss, but he just said he does. Yeah. So <laughs> that's because I can't get over on him with that one. No one batted an eye either. So, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, just like, oh, yeah. They you're... might all know about his condition. <laughs> you were sort of sitting down to pee, huh? Yeah. Okay. When do you guys see that cushion? <laughs> all right. So <laughs> now the fat guy in the middle of the goons here, mm-hmm. he's blown away because our fearless leader, Travis, knows a guy who ran a marathon once. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is news to him. Like, he's got me beat. <laughs> yeah. When the fat guy hears that, he's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was having a conversation with my one buddy who's a marathon runner, Taylor. Shout out Taylor. And he was talking about, he's like, you guys really were that sore? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was a like, marathon gotta... runner? Yeah, he's a marathon runner. Does he hate himself? That's what I'm saying, bro. He did one <laughs> marathon, 26, whatever the fuck 26 it is. 26, too. That's a lot of miles, yeah. dog. I don't he think I've ran that? that much in my life. Swear to- yeah, well, if cheeseburgers had legs, you would. <laughs> I love this guy. It's like, he's a marathon runner? What, does he hate himself? No, marathon runners typically... Don't hate themselves. Yeah. It's a lot of work and dedication. Dude, don't you hate yourself when you're just scarfing pickled eggs at the bar? Look at yeah. this guy. That would be projection. Wow, he must really hate himself. Uh, you picked that head on purpose. <laughs> That's today. why I don't run. <laughs> yeah. I bet your girls talk to him and everything. <laughs> Fucking sick. All right, so let's find out because they have the trophy there and they're all excited about this boogers tournament that they did. So, <laughs> let me explain why they have the trophy. And, guys, I'm an idiot. I assume because they won the tournament. <laughs> Not the case. Oh. And it, people are probably wondering why we have the trophy here. We shout out Brock and the uh, yeah. shit stains. Nice yeah, shout out Brock and the shit stains, man. They said at the end of it when cameras were off, they're like, you know what? We're going to give you the trophy back only because we want you to keep the trophy so you can stare at it and remember that you're a loser. Okay. So... Apparently, 
someone videotaped it or live streamed it or something. So they're assuming that everybody watched this tournament. They're like, you're probably wondering why. What, what do they call it? The booger eaters? Who, who, wait, who's the one who won it? I'm sorry. I should have written this down. The shit stains, Carl. Shit the shit stains. stains. Yeah. yeah. You guys are probably wondering, like, why isn't this in the shit stains bedroom? You know? And everyone's like, yeah, seriously. The shit stains <laughs> should have that. And, uh, it so still the, is. So there's an X so they explain. Look at Spaz's face right there. What is he on? Holy shit. Okay. So there's a hoof print in his back of his head, I'm yeah. telling you. Just a horseshoe, like an Indianapolis Colts helmet, right on the back of his head. So they finally explain what they're actually talking about because, like I said, I had no idea what sport this was. But. You didn't hit a single nuke, and you... you we're playing what? with wiffle balls, and the bat was thinner than my wiener. What do you want me to do? <laughs> you know what yeah. else? It was windier than It was windy shit. as fuck. It was so windy. Pending the field you were on, no like, shit. I think we walked more people in scoring oh, points 100%. than were, we did hitting the ball. There was... It was a wiffle ball tournament. These guys are all sore. The one guy's having a hard time sitting down to pee because of a <laughs> wiffle ball tournament. And it wasn't a good tournament. There were more runs scored from walks than hits. That's not a fun wiffle ball game to watch. It was windy. Come on. And it was windy. <laughs> and if you think that's bad, Vinny, guess how long these games went on for? An awesome. Shout out Cody Ray and Garrett. First fucking game of the day. Three hour game almost, it felt yeah. like. What was it? Seven innings? Yeah. Oh, it was a seven-inning game. Was that commercial game that lasted the half the duration of your seven-inning <laughs> game? A three-hour wiffle ball game, Vinny. Of course, everybody watched it streaming, and of course, they're hurting. Yeah, they must have been com- so compelled by. It. Yeah, isn't there a lot of standing in wiffle ball? Correct me if I'm wrong. Especially if everybody's walking all the time. <laughs> Maybe not if Nick is playing. I don't know. <laughs> if everybody's yeah, right. If everybody's walking all the time, it seems like you wouldn't be sore. It wouldn't be that difficult to do. So that guy on the far end that you think is playing quick draw, I think he's going through his Magic the Gathering cards. Vinny's out of it. He apparently, his name is Cody Ray. He apparently has a piece on him. Oh. And these guys love <laughs> these guys love talking about each other's dicks, Cody. which which we'll get into more. But this is weird. And Cody Ray kind of had a stick on him too. Yeah, he bro. Him out. I was like, damn, Cody Ray got the dick on him. Co- Cody Ray. Huh? He was wearing shorts. Uh, he <laughs> was. He's like, I'm not even talking about the bat. I'm actually talking about it. He had that thong on. Yeah, that, yeah he gave that bang on. He's a couple of people tell me recommendations just softballs and gloves next year. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good recommendation. Hey, you know what would be more fun? Like a real sport. You guys want to do that instead? Or? Clearly, he didn't want to talk about that guy's dick. <laughs> yeah, I know. Look at Cody Ray's over there like, yeah, yeah I was wearing some short shorts, all right. Yeah. Apparently, his schlong just hanging out the bottom. It's <laughs> 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 some uniform he's wearing to this fucking game. Tucked into his sock. I, I, I can't tell these guys' dynamics with each other. It's so bizarre. Somebody must have told him that they're funny. Mm-hmm. I want to grab that person by the neck. I would have put money on it. It was themselves. Don't you wish... You could just have a good conversation over a beer or 20. Look no further and grab a seat at the bar as Boogered Up invites you in on conversations about topics every week and crazy stories from past adventures. Where the beer is cold and the takes are hot. New episodes every Monday and Friday. Let's get cracking. I have a question. Is there anything off limits? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not these guys' penis length. <laughs> that is not off limits. 
in any single way. And I, they must have been popular in high school or something. I have a feeling. Whoa. He, I have a feeling these because they had this weird like confidence. I feel like they stuck together since high school, well, but yeah. popularity is not okay on the table here. Okay. I think that in ten years they're going to be embarrassed by this. They're going to go back and go, "Oof, what were we, what were we doing? Why did we think this was cool?" Because they're acting like they have a big show mm-hmm. and they're doing a lot of name dropping. They're talking about their local high school. Like it's nuts. Like who do you think is watching this, guys? Who are you putting this show on for? Anyway, I want to get back to before we get into that. I want to get back into why they play wiffle ball and not softball. Now, softball is a sport that I've played in my adult life with. Girls, mm-hmm. co-ed, softball. Okay, so I, I'm impressed. Keep keep that in mind. See, and I'm thinking. I was thinking that, but I was trying to think of the less things that could cause injury, just so yeah. then we didn't have to actually deal yeah. with something of that nature. And if like, that's fair. I mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, let's just be honest. Chloe got smoked in the eye, and her eye had a huge circle right there. Now imagine if that was a softball. Good night, Irene. It's just slow pitch, though. I mean, it was yeah, but take one back up the middle. Yeah, now imagine a fucking pit. Yeah, dude, honestly, that's a nightmare of mine is a softball going straight up the middle and hitting somebody on a line drive in the face. You're sleeping. It's true. These guys are pussies. They're afraid of getting hurt as softball. The one guy is sore from not even playing. Someone was injured if, by a wiffle ball. If somebody hits a ball at you, you catch it with your glove. Yeah. That's how baseball and, like, and softball work. And what I find most offensive is like this carefree attitude that they're trying to convey, but they're worried about like the liability. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't you, get losers. insurance for softball, bro. Softball, bro? Insurance premiums? you kidding me, bro? <laughs> how are we going to nail that one down? And I like the two that he goes, so we got some feedback. Uh, they thought a three-hour wiffle ball game where everybody walks was a little bit boring. Uh, how about softball? You know, I can only imagine the fucking 20 mile per hour wind gusts and they're trying to throw a fucking wiffle ball around like ball four, ball four, ball four. Umpire <laughs> <laughs> must have been so fucking bored yeah. out of his mind from that. Could you imagine calling that game? No. <laughs> and uh, the next batter is up. And when after he walks, there'll be runners on first and second. His uh, favorite snack is Cheetos. <laughs> All right, so then the host, Travis, is reminded of this bet that he has, and he's got to do this thing where he goes to, I think, they're in Ohio. I think he has to go to a Bengals game and pee at the urinal with his pants all the way down. (laughs) Wheel of consequences. Yeah, yeah. so this is him talking about how he wants to do that. Uh. I forgot that I insinuated that we do the what are the odds on the urinal thing, and I forgot that. Um, yeah, you have to okay, pee with so, your pants on. So yesterday, yesterday, but for us in two days, I have to get video footage of me pulling my pants down to my ankles and pissing in the urinal. Yeah, bro, that's so. Yes, nice. I totally forgot. forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I, I was. Getting- why are they so bumped about this? All of them are like, dude, your asshole's going to be showing sick. Shoot me that video when you get it done, bro. 4K. Cody Let's Ray's go. going to get a peek. Woo, woo. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cody Ray's doesn't seem all that excited about it. The, the Spaz kid is spazzing out. Watch, watch him get so excited about this. He can't contain himself. I'm going to think like maybe third quarter when everybody's a little fucked up. You can make that like a laugh. meme with like Big Daddy. You remember no, that? No, you got to do it like pregame when nobody's hammered. No way! <laughs> the, big, the big line People before everybody goes to the seat. The yeah. like before the fucking game yes. starts. I, 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 He's so I've never been that happy in my life. I know, right? Seriously. As so a child on Christmas, I never acted like that. 
And this, and this is because they said that he's going to pee while people are still sober with his pants around his ankle. Dude. The guy's like, <laughs> His leg went like my dog does when he stretches his stomach. He's like having a seizure. He's so happy. And the best part is... Is, and I don't know what his sexual orientation is. I assume he's gay because the next thing out of his mouth is how big this dude's dick is. <laughs> so weird. I mean, you don't got nothing to worry about, bro. Your freaking pencil is longer than a Febreze bottle. So, I mean, half them guys would be like, holy shit. Anyways, that old cliche. <laughs> Your pencil is as long as a Febreze bottle? Yeah. What? Where you been? <laughs> Why Febreze? I don't know. Just, we... This guy's just chewing the shit. He's just chewing <laughs> yeah. the shit. He was so excited about that, too. Yeah. I don't know if he thought he was going to get a high five after saying that or what, but even Travis was like, Anyway, um, <laughs> poor, yo, bro, it's just Cody. for the show, but your dick really is huge and delightful. Good job. Yeah. Like, what does he? What does he say? I don't know. I don't know what he thinks is going to happen. So you notice that the the bigger gentleman, we'll, we'll call him the Vinny guy. Well, you notice that he's the one talking the most of the goons. But now, finally, that uh, Bears fan, or, or maybe it's Broncos on whatever jersey he's wearing, he's got some really good mic technique and energy. Mm. And that's what I like about this guy is that he brings it, and when it's his time to shine, he shines. Travis, that's why you pick the NFL team that you can't leave all your hope on. Why are you whispering? What is he talking about? You leave all your hope on Ohio State. <laughs> well, wait a way to bring the mood down for us there, buddy. <laughs> Spaz kid's going nuts about this guy's penis length. And he goes, hey, so anyway. Uh, Welcome to buddy. some <laughs> hot football talk with me, Orange Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite drop in there, orange the, jersey. The lines are lighting up. <laughs> I'm a little uh, out of it. I just did the jacked up review show. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking of, too. Now, they're talking about chew, like chewing tobacco. Oh, that's on brand for and they this crew. Wa- they want to get our buddy Cody involved, because Cody's just sitting there like doodling. <laughs> I honestly don't know what his role is here. So they decided to get him involved, and good thing they do. You can chew-chew it. <laughs> Oh, Cody shit. Cody Ray, you ever do that shit? Cody Ray has been a mouse this whole episode. The Red Man? Yeah, I tried that in high school. That shit was tight, wasn't it? I used to fill up Gatorade bottles with this big. There's that big dick energy. <laughs> yeah, know, right? yeah, that shit's tight, bro. Yeah. Yeah, the chewy tobacco. I'm trying to read over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be great if you just went, shh. Yeah. <laughs> so when they get to the high school talk, this is where I go, oh, these guys peaked. These guys peaked in high school. Oh, right. Because they're talking about this high school game that they watched that they were really excited about. I guess the one guy watched it streaming. I'm assuming that's not like an eight-camera shoot. You know, <laughs> it's probably not the best quality to watch a high school game streaming, but he gets very excited about it. I was sitting there, and like I'm hearing <clears> the – it was nothing – vibes here. It vibes. was crazy. I'm going to paint you vibes. I'm watching this. And I know whether you hated high school or loved high school, especially if you loved high school, because I know majority of us loved high school yeah. here and loved the, the <laughs> pastimes of it. Hearing the marching band play all of those bangers. That just still makes me horny. I, I was <laughs> getting chills while I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, bro, I knew everything that was happening. There's a chance that are going on to the fucking crowd. I'm picturing back in my head, those glory days of just like, Enjoying that team because that was your team, and like just looking up at the student section and seeing like everybody was there. So it was, it was crazy. Like I was watching, I'm sitting there and I'm like, 
I'm missing out on so much. <laughs> no, you're not. It's fine. Yeah, man. It reminded me of the simpler times. Like, you know, before they wouldn't let me walk for graduation. <laughs> yeah. Like, these guys are just fucking idiots. High school march songs are bangers. Yeah. They were so popular, they had their own table at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. This guy hears da 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 da. He starts a mosh pit. Yeah, let's go. Nick is cracking me up though. This yeah, fucking guy. Nick is insane. I'm loving him. He's nuts. So I don't even know how this got on John Benson's radar, but uh, boogered up podcast. Everyone, any any thoughts? Any takeaways, Vinny, from what you uh, witnessed on this show? All of these gentlemen have the same charm as a Calabasas condo. Like, they're just <laughs> fucking disgusting to look at. They're gross to listen to talk. Everything about this is stupid, and I hate it. All right. So that's a, a good segue that I will not take advantage of, because I have to play you the... Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. So before we get into a amazing story that Shuey's going to come on and tell us all about, John has reached a new low. You don't think it's possible. You think I'm exaggerating. And somehow I am not. But before we do that, this cringing came in from Adam Thoreau. This is, this is what he wrote to me. This is Harrison Young. He hosts a show called Topic Time with Harrison Young. Here is the first question he asked his most recent guest. All right, well, tell me about, you, 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 know, I was a little, you know, I was a little kid. You showed me pictures of yourself in middle school. You, you said you're from Alabama. You got the drawl. You got the accent. You love. I guess you like horses. I saw you know pictures of you riding them, and you like bikes too. I saw you pictures of riding your you riding your bike as well. But tell me about what you were like as a little girl. Where you grew where you grew up. Oh, where you no. migrated to and from, and then you know how it got you where you do, what you where you're at now, and what you did to get you where you're at now. Uh, you know, as a child, and we'll cover all that. And then if I have any questions, we'll okay. we'll further further advance ahead to the current day. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I'll say. Do you have any uh, pictures of yourself as a little girl, too? I'm just curious. Jesus Christ. Just give me your entire life story. Don't leave out any detail. <laughs> There's no detail. Too small for this answer. Please, go. Like Tommy, that looks like an alien in a human suit. Yes, I agree with you on that. We should follow Harrison a little bit more. I got to find out more about this. Anthro always finds, finds good ones for us. All right, without further ado... <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, on uh, Uncle Rico show, which I did this morning. Fantastic episode, and we'll talk about why it was so good. Not because of me. <laughs> Not because of me. For um, once, for what? once, you brought nothing to the table. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say that. I'm just saying you, you had a bigger guest than me. But I, you should come to things, his house for dinner more often. One of the things that Shuli is, uh, and those guys have been bringing up is John's air quotes because you know he always does the air quotes thing. Not only does he use them at the inappropriate times. But he doesn't even like do the air quote thing anymore. Like his fingers just like, uh, like he's like Tua. He's like, yeah, yeah, I, don't, exactly. yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know how many people watch Deadliest Catch, but they they have this thing where like the new guys, the rookies who start working on these crab boats after like one day of work, their hands just claw up like this from all the work. And and not only does he not know where to use them, he never stops using them. <laughs> yeah, he, right. he just keeps going through an entire paragraph. The doctors call them Coors Claws. <laughs> That's why he's the best. All right. So 
People have been talking about this. If you're following this on Dabblers Anonymous, if you're watching Uncle Rico, then you probably know the story. But I do want to summarize because this is so amazing. Shuli was uh, somewhere in Long Island this past weekend doing stand-up shows, sold-out show Saturday night, and you had a gentleman approach you. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I did I did like uh, two weeks' worth of shows out in New York, and the last weekend before I went home was in Long Island, a club called McGuire's in Bohemia. Uh, the owner's a great guy. I've known him for years. He owns three clubs out there. They're all great. And, uh, and, and on Thursday, before the Friday night show, I get a call from a good friend of mine. You guys may know him from Howard TV and the E! Show. He was the head camera guy, uh, Brian Phelan, a guy that everyone loved and everyone loved hanging out with. And he gives me a heads up because he was coming to the show. I always see him when I'm in town. And he's like, listen, we happen, I happen to run in the similar circle with a couple of John's friends still till this day. And he says, um, you know, one of these guys asked me if I know this Chuli guy who's a comedian. And I said, uh, yeah, I know him. And he goes, yeah, uh, John, John wants us to come down to his show this weekend and uh, give him a talking to for making jokes about uh, his family and, and his kid. And he's and and Brian's telling me this, and he's going, now listen. He goes, I know these guys. He says, you got nothing to fucking worry about. They're not going to do anything. He says, but I just want to give you a heads up. Somebody may show up. Somebody may approach you. And, and I said, okay, I appreciate it. And I wasn't worried about it. I, my my opening act is a former FBI agent that that weekend. Uh, security there is very tight. They don't fuck around in the, in in these guys' clubs. So I wasn't worried about. It. Friday night comes and goes. Nobody approaches me. Saturday night, sold out, um, and and High Pitch Eric is there, and High Pitch and I are sitting at the bar, and the showroom's on, on the other side of these closed doors, and the show has started, and all of a sudden, this guy walks by, and he's in like this denim uh, jeans jacket with the sleeves cut off. Ooh. As soon as I saw that, I go, that's his buddy. Yeah. I'm like, that's, that's the That's the equivalent dude. of a white-on-white <laughs> white tie in uh, Long Island. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So he kind of walks by me, doesn't say anything, and then comes and walks by again, and he goes, uh, how you doing? And I go, good. How are you? And he goes, I'm good, but, uh, you know, you may want to lay off this uh, podcast, goofing on Stuttering John. And I turn around to, to, like, fully look at him, and that's when I see he's using a cane. Okay? <laughs> oh, he's, Jesus he's, Christ. And and now, because my whole plan was when this guy, whoever these guys are, when they confront me, I'm pulling my phone out and I'm recording this and I'm posting it on on Rico and everything. But when I saw that cane, I was like, "Is this for real?" Like, it's easier is just this... to kick it out. Yeah, that's a. If I walked briskly, I'm I'm out of danger. You understand? <laughs> like, I, you know, I said when I was telling the story, if this show was on a second or third floor, this would have never happened. Uh, the guy would have never walked in. But he he uh, and I go, excuse I go, excuse me. He says, yeah, you may want to lay off that podcast about John. And I go, says who in the and it's only three. Meanwhile, the FBI guy, security, everybody's in the other room in the show. I'm alone with high pitch who <laughs> is staring at me and looking at me and going. What the fuck is this about? You whisper high pitch, <laughs> yeah. which is the scariest high yeah. pitch of them all. He's not going to be helpful. Let's put it that way. No. And so I go, oh, are you John's friend that he told to come down and talk to me? And then he gets into like uh, like when guys pretend to be lawyers on cops when they get pulled. He goes, 
Ah, nobody uh, told me to do anything. Uh, and I go, oh, but you're here to threaten me and scare me. Nobody's threatening anybody. That's all. And he starts hobbling away. And as he gets to the door, he goes, just so you know, Huntsville ain't too far away. And, I mean, it, it I actually go, is. It's, yeah, it's, well, that's it's why really I far to away. Him. Yeah, I yelled to him, it's 14 hours by car. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and he goes, I ain't going to be driving I said, okay. I said, well, there's an airport in Huntsville. You don't have to go all the way to Nashville. You can land in Huntsville. And he goes, I ain't going to be flying either. Oh. <laughs> and that's when I started laughing. He's coming by like, sea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going shipping cargo. You know, he's like, so. I, <laughs> so did you I, follow and, him out to his handicap spot to get his license plate yeah. number? <laughs> So so now he he walks out the door and I and I go into the green room and I tell Anthony the other comic and and Vinny Vinny FBI and I go hey John's guy was just here he just talked to me they're like what you know they're all stuffing their face with food they don't know and we all go outside and we go outside and and Anthony uh, Zenhauser starts filming the guy walking away and I swear to you when we saw the footage I'm like is this the Bigfoot walking through the woods footage. It, <laughs> It's awful, but you can make out the cane uh, a little bit, and I'm on, I'm on the Patreon for the Shuli Show, Uncle Rico. So I get a notification about this video. She was like, "Hey, this is the video of the guy." I don't know any of the context. I didn't know anything about this. I'm a little out of the loop. You know, we were traveling, so I, I just click on the video, and I'm like, "Did Shuli mean to post this? Like that? Was, that's embarrassing. I didn't know what the fuck it was, but apparently, yeah. it was enough." Yeah, and 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 I and I'm just thinking to myself. I'm like, how dumb is John? Like, you're sitting here saying you don't punch down. These shows are meaningless. You don't give a shit about them. You don't go on Reddit. Then you copyright strike all these shows. You try to get them taken down. You join the Patreons to try to get them down. Um, and then and then you're like, you're dumb enough to send somebody out to to like you're 57 year old man you covered all my bases <laughs> yeah. yeah like yeah. the the you said earlier this you know no bounds to his stupidity it's just every time you think well that's the dumbest thing he's ever done he goes hold my beer I'm <laughs> yeah, right. actually I'll, I'll i'll hold my beer yeah, yeah. I don't trust you. Don't trust yeah. you is he just like drunk swinging at this point? Is that pretty yeah. much what this all is? Well, so the the craziest part is is that he obviously put out this notification to multiple buddies of his. You know those guys in New York who aren't real happy with what we're up to over here. Yeah. Those those same yeah. guys. You know we're a little too far for them to get to. Turns apparently. out they were okay with us. After <laughs> yeah, <that>. we're we're <laughs> fine. But uh, apparently this one guy showed up, and it's so funny because Brian Phelan was fine with going on your show today and yeah. telling everyone that he was the one who leaked this to Shuli. Yeah. And let let him know, like, just so you know, John is trying to get people to intimidate you, which is, by the way... Illegal. illegal. Wildly illegal yeah, in New it's, York. It's, it's criminal. What John well, is it, how, illegal, how legal do you think it is doing it over state lines, too? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's insane. You know, it's, and, and, and again... Uh, I don't hate John. I didn't go to authorities. Authorities came to me. Uh, a detective in Long Island, uh, another uh, couple cops reached out to me. You'd be amazed how many Uncle Rico fans there are. I personally think the judge uh, listens regularly uh, yeah. to WATP and Rico. <laughs> but, but yeah, like if I wanted to be a dick, I could. And, and I feel bad for his friend. His friend, you know, 
uh, like he doesn't know me. I don't know him. He's clearly not doing well in life. Right. And he takes time out of his life to go do this for wh- who he thinks is a friend. If the shit goes down, John does not have your back. No. He, he, you know, he will throw your crippled ass under the bus so fast. <laughs> and That's how he got crippled in the first place. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. So I was just like, man, I don't want to. I don't want to blow up this guy's spot, but I do want people to know. And I tell the story, and within three hours, Reddit has his full name, yeah. his pictures, clips from the beer on the balcony that he was a guest on. Who like was John, it? John, if you're gonna hire a goon, make sure you don't have a, a digital trail of yeah. him and, and you on a show together sharing stories. So this is the best part. Uh, this guy Danny. Mm-hmm. Who went on Beer on the Balcony back in March, and we covered it on Who Are These Podcasts, because the only reason why he had him on his show was because we were goofing on John for his autobiography and saying that all of his stories from his childhood were fake, and he was lying. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then he had to get Danny on just to recount all of these stories. And it's so funny, we played a couple clips on Uncle Rico today. Where yeah, John... the stories are not ones you want to share. Right. Like, they're, not... they're not. They're not things that you would brag about or even remember very well. And he's, yeah. he, John's literally going. So I would like tap a girl on the shoulder, and my buddy Pat would rip a bra off, and yeah. then we'd go running. She'd chase us, and, and then the cops got involved and called my dad, and and then they called your mom. And what, what did your mom say? I'm like, who would remember a conversation when you're 11 years old? about what your mom said to you? Like, what what kind of storytelling is this? What's going and, on? and then it goes to like people, you know, dabblers who start posting, you know, pictures of this guy his wife you know their oh, their no. personal shit <laughs> yeah. and i'm like this is i don't i don't want this for this guy but again john only thinking for himself of course doesn't understand the repercussions of doing something like this i didn't tell anybody i want to know who this guy is they they delivered it on a silver platter for me and that's and then john goes on twitter and makes a comment about how I'm fu- I'm a fucking uh, I'm trying to stay relevant. I made up this whole story. I watched too many mob movies. Yeah. That's what it was, and I made up this whole story. And that's when I reached out to Phelan that night. I sent him I sent him the screenshot, and I'm like, listen, I'm not. I'm just asking you. It's up to you. If you want to go on and you're cool with saying that you're the one who tipped me off, that would be awesome. I would love to do that because it it just throws a fucking stick right in the spokes of of this fucking lie train you know whatever the fuck he tries to do and brian was like i'm there he's like i'm team shuley i've known the guy for years we we did mushrooms in amsterdam together he's one of the greatest guys he's like ever. he's like riding a licycle or something yeah <laughs> the spokes of his licycle because of I all know. the lies I know. i'm not stoned enough you guys right. rushed me here go ahead <laughs> So, so what no, we so, have, yeah. is completely what, insane. This is completely insane. Yeah. So John pretty much put a hit out, and it, maybe it's not a hit. He's just trying to intimidate Julie. Uh, 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 y- y- you know, you know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And Every day he he solidifies that he is the next Eric the Midget. Yeah. Every day, dude. Honestly, he's the funniest whack packer still in existence right now. Of, of all the Whackpacker sagas, I can think of a few that are amazing, but this one's been going on for so long, and it's getting so good. Surely, yeah. <laughs> Now that the serious lawsuit's like over with, over. Oh yeah, we haven't mentioned that yet. John lost his lawsuit on his birthday, and I have clips to talk about that. <laughs> it was his birthday. Yeah, it was his birthday. <laughs> I know. And he, Actually, and they're, they're Carl, like, you're wrong. It was all of our birthdays yesterday. <laughs> I am celebrating October fourth from now on. Uh, is that why I ate a cake? <laughs> yeah, no, you eat a cake every day. 
<laughs> that was breakfast. What are you that talking was a about? Fat joke. It was great. Go oh ahead. shit. So let me ask you this question. Now that this lawsuit's over, what are the odds that there's so many people at Sturgeon that that you say listen to this stuff and know yeah. what's happening? What are the odds that Howard finally decides just to bring this to the air? He should. I mean, I think it's a real long shot. He I won't. really do. He I won't, don't but think he should. So. Because it really um, would be the most compelling radio. If, if all of a sudden Howard came out on a Tuesday morning and went, Robin, remember remember John? Remember stuttering John? Yeah. You won't. Robin. Let's start at the beginning. You won't believe. It's you no won't. 50 Gary, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a little funnier than 50 yeah, Gary, in my funnier. opinion. Well, it'll, bring, it'll bring more eyes to the show than Megan Trainer uh, <laughs> singing all about that bass or whatever the fuck song that was. He, he just had Rosie O'Donnell on again. Like these, Howard Stern fans are interested in Rosie O'Donnell's take on anything. You know that, right? Let's no, let's bash stuttering John. That's what everyone wants to do. There is a part of him that he, will never die. That he loves a good fight. Let's make it happen. I'm ready to rock. Let's do it. You, you know what? Somebody on Twitter had a great idea. Just let WATP and Rico do a couple hours on 101. You know, throw some of that content on there. You that don't was, have to talk about it. By the way, Shuli, that was my idea. Oh, was it? <laughs> well, Sorry, I'll, un- I'll unblock you. I apologize. Right. <laughs> it was some bozo on Twitter. Yeah. You're right. Some idiot. Some fucking moron. Well, no. Yeah. What's what's uh, what's funny about that <laughs> is after he lost the judgment, someone said, "Well, we should celebrate that on Howard 101 all weekend." I said, "The best way to celebrate this is to never play Stuttering John ever again." On Sirius XM, because honestly, that's what keeps him relevant in the way he wants to be relevant is the fact that there's a national channel with 30 million subscribers that plays his old bits. And he decided to sabotage. Only Suttering John would be like, that's no good. That can't be. Got to get rid of that. Wait till there's some fucking Roku channel that plays old Jay Leno Tonight shows. There won't be. Jay Leno's show's done. It's over. John was on one thing people still care about, and he fucked it up. He's such a moron. He had a sweet gig as the sidekick sitting in third row in the audience, and he blew it. <laughs> it's called the John Chair. All right. So this is... <laughs> also known as 1A. All right. This is John talking about... So this is on his show on his birthday from yesterday the 4th, and he's talking about losing... The, Drop the uh, needle anywhere, folks. There it is. I know. I love that. Oh, Talk about a birthday present. I find out today that I lost my lawsuit against Sirius XM. Now, I don't know. Do you think those judges just wanted to give me a little dig on my birthday? (laughs) Either way, I want to thank my attorney, the great Michael Popak. The great Michael Popak. Is the best. He worked hard. The best in what? Yeah. What is he the best at? Answering the phone when you call. Yeah. He's the best at going to Yankees game with me. Yeah. I've never worked with a guy who's so uh, unavailable but on top of things. (laughs) I listened to Popak go in front of the panel of three judges on the appeal. He had no answers for anything. They're like, yeah, but do you have any evidence that any of this happened? He's like, well, not yet. We don't have anything yet. It's like, yeah. uh, sir, you have to have evidence. Like, that's the whole point of this. <laughs> he was terrible. I think at one point he said, he said, your honor, we didn't, uh, we believed there would be no math involved in today's question. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. They're, they're like, well, how, how, what are the damages here? What do you offer this? Well, we don't know. <laughs> we don't, what kind of lawsuit is that? Like the great Michael Popox. That's so great when it came to this lawsuit. Yeah. It's not good. It turned out to be a bad court thingy. <laughs> it's not your fault, Mike. They're trolls. <laughs> bad court thingy. 
know, I thought we had a good case, but whatever. You didn't. You know, you're an idiot. Michael's the best, and I do appreciate it. It was funny. It happened on my birthday. I couldn't help it. I agree. Yeah, it was hilarious. (laughs) Most laughs he's ever gotten. He goes, "Why are you? (laughs) Why do you seem happy? I'm, I'm not happy." But it's just funny right. that they did it on my birthday. There's a difference. <laughs> Jody, hi. Was he la- what is he fucking laughing He's fucking cracky, dude. He's yeah. fucking yeah, cracky. Then he's right. He's losing. I'm not I'm not laughing. I'm I'm crying yeah. with uh, laughter. That's all. all it's, right. uh, no, something's I, in my eye. I think I know why they decided to put this through on his birthday, if I could uh, be so bold here. Oh. He, like, because Judge Karate in New York, <laughs> uh, let Sirius beat me in that lawsuit. Guess what? I just, I just filed for an appeal because because he's a fucking asshole. That judge, he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand lawyers. Too old to do it. But I'll tell you this: Did uh, the great Michael Polpak ever tell you not to call the judge an asshole who's ruling on your case? Many times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. He probably did. Actually, yeah. <laughs> that guy's the best. Yeah, even his guest, The Undertaker, didn't think it was a good idea. Would you call Brett Michaels? (laughs) (laughs) I love Gorilla. All right. Shuli, do you have a minute? Do you want to play uh, some recent beer on the balcony with Richard Roper? I ain't going anywhere, dog. Let's do this. Excellent. Let's get into this because the latest beer on the balcony. And, oh, I have to say another amazing thing they have. There's so much stuttering John dudes going on right now is that he tried once again to copyright strike our channel for clipping beer on the balcony. And this time, thankfully, YouTube stepped in and said, sorry, stutter." it actually said, dear stuttering John, this is not a violation of copyright law. People can use it. And they gave all the fucking fair use reasons that John cannot comprehend. It's not fair use. It's behind my paywall. He's so stupid. I, I don't even think he's re- I think he's forwarding it to somebody to read it for him. That's what I think. I don't even think he what are all these words? <clears throat> I, I would I would love for an attorney to sit down with him and go, John, why do you think this is a copyright violation? They keep telling you it's not. Patreon's told you that. YouTube's told him that what, four times, five times now? Do you think they haven't, Carl? <laughs> good point. Fucking wet brain over there. <laughs> yeah, good point. So anyway, in celebration of that, I thought we'd pull some clips from the latest uh, Beer on the Balcony, and it starts <laughs> off with John. He's very excited to have a movie critic on his show because, as you guys know, John's a movie director. Yeah. That's the oh, last person Christ. I would want I love that <laughs> this guest said yes. Now, I don't know if he knows this, but um, I'm an NYU film major in the Tisch School of the Arts. I... I wanted to be a director because I thought that I, I really wanted to be an actor, but I figured that that my stutter would prevent that. So then I took up on directing Check. and I got great, great grades and made some great films for a student <laughs> filmmaker. I can't wait to tell Richard Roper about my grades at NYU. He's going to be so impressed. Great, great did he, grades. Did, <laughs> did he at any point do the joke about stuttering and, and the cut, yelling cut and costing 
X amount of money because I know he used to do that joke. He didn't. He I'm didn't do more, that joke, but he it's did. It's so bad. He did it's hit so the greatest bad. hits on this one. Like it's so oh, embarrassing. God. All right. And listen to him. He's like, and he's again. He's got to give himself points yep. for for everything. You know, everything's a, a point system. And is I had great grades. I had you graduated. It's like all right. Like you don't need to fucking. Yeah, it's fine. You know, spit shine the fucking thing. Let's go. So. He's going to explain to us that he's a film buff in only the way the stuttering John can explain that to us. Finally got my dream come true, at least one of them, when I wrote and starred in a movie that I sold to National, uh, uh, Lampoon, which I had a lot of part in some of the direction, even though I do credit uh, the director whose name is Michael DiLorenzo. I had a lot to do with a little bit of the director. (laughs) I'm just saying, it could have been better. (laughs) Right. That's the dumbest brag I've ever heard, by the way. It's it's not well directed, that movie. I can tell you that. That wasn't a brag. That was trying to set himself up for plausible deniability later. (laughs) I was going to tell him I could have done it better. I already feel so bad for Richard Roper because he's got to sit through this. But just bring him on. Just bring him on. Yeah, yeah. No, this this is the build-up for it. So... That being said, I'm a film freaking maniac. <laughs> I mean, if this guest would see my room. You could be a film fanatic or a yeah. movie maniac, yeah. but a film or a buff. freaking yeah. maniac. Hey, man, the guy's just chewing the shit. Yeah. All right, yeah. chill out. Check this out, because this is funny. He kind of breaks the, the <laughs> fifth wall here because he's got a green screen. But he starts looking around the green screen at the stuff that's in his room to prove what a film buff he is. Oh, no. I mean, if this guest would see my room right now, I got Star Wars. I got La Vita e Bella. The Italian of life is beautiful. He's looking around his green screen. Star Wars episode one, the original post that George Lucas only gave out 500. And I have... So, so far, he's got two Star Wars posters. I'm a big movie guy. I got two Star Wars posters. I got all those VHSs from Blockbuster I never returned. Hey, you know, you guys are sneakerheads like like I am. I have two. Yeah, I have two or three sneakers at least. So, I'm a huge. Hold on, Shuli. I got got my sneakers over here. Hold on. I got got Adidas. I got Nikes. I got slippers. I got house shoes. Crocs over here. <laughs> Very and impressive, John. Clogs. <laughs> I have it's a wonderful life. And now, without further How ironic. Further <laughs> explanation. Fucking let's Clarence would have told him to jump. Great. Film <laughs> from I hope I got this right, Chicago Sun Times. Uh, and uh, I believe he was it was Ebert and Roper. Say hi to Richard and Say hi to Richard Roper. Richard, how are you? <laughs> Say hi. Who's he, ta- who's he talking to? Say hi to Richard and Roper. Say hi to Richard Roper. <laughs> Dick Rope. Roaches. Roper. Roper meet the roaches. I think he thought Ebert was still alive. So check out the low expectations of a guest of beer on the balcony. This is the first thing Richard says. John, you're batting a thousand so far. You got the the introduction right, the newspaper right, the TV show right, the titles of the. I say we we end it now on a good note. We do the George Costanza <laughs> thing. Good night, everybody. And that's the fastest someone wanted to get out of an interview with Senator yeah, John. That, that beats the record. <laughs> that's so far. impressive, right there. Yeah, I just love that he goes. He, you knew my name. You knew my profession. Wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> 
well, he watched the uh, Elon Gold uh, interview, yeah. and he's like, yeah. well, the, the low battery bit doesn't work with this guy. i got to <laughs> right. figure something else out. My child is drowning in the pool. Yeah. All right, one more yeah. question. And the way you read your own <laughs> resume was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. All right. So I love this because John doesn't say, I have so much to ask you or we have so much to talk about. The first thing he says is, I have so much to tell you. Of course. Well, well, just to prove how much of a Pulp Fiction. <laughs> oh, God, I have so much to tell you, Richard. And such a short period of time. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I got to take a break. Well, one of the things that you learn in film school <laughs> is how the directors use the camera mm-hmm. and use their choice of what's in the scene <laughs> to depict what's going on or, or to foreshadow what yeah. the character is or who he is. So, what a fucking <laughs> asshole this guy is. What an idiot. He goes, I learned this in film school. I would just go for marketing and I knew that. The director yeah. determines how to shoot the movie? Yeah, no shits. I got you know what's in the seed? Richard Roper knows more about filmmaking than you do, and he didn't go to film school. Yes. What do you think of that? <laughs> Correct. John, what's all this about cameras? Go back, John. Yeah, wait, what, what, what do they do with the camera? They shoot? It's what? such a condescending dickhead move yeah. to have somebody on from a field that you are no no way an expert in. I'm not saying Richard Roper is fucking Steven Spielberg, but uh, but it's but Richard he's, he's Roper. Pro- he's probably talked to Steven Spielberg many times. I doubt John can afford to go to the movies. So <laughs> right. He's just impressed. I saw a movie on the big screen. <laughs> and he's just and now he's going to lecture him and tell him how movies are made and what what parts oh my god all right this so guy's unbelievable this is more of john proving how smart he is now remember he just brought his guest out he hasn't even asked him a question yet <laughs> and john's already getting into how he knows stuff about movies that other people don't you know like even when you go back to the book death of a salesman willie low man low man sure sure you know and and Spielberg does it all the time. Hitchcock did it all the time. Tarantino does it all the time. So I don't know if you know this one, but this is my favorite, one of my favorites. In Pulp Fiction, do you remember when John Travolta has to give, uh, give Uma Thurman the adrenaline shot? Sure. Her heart? In the foreground, on the shelf, are two board games. Take a guess of the two board games. Oh, no. Is it like Operation and... Operation and life. That's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, that that's a fact you learn taking a shit in somebody's house and yeah. reading whatever books on the goddamn Or Or, or there's like those YouTube videos yeah. with the catchy titles, like 10 things yeah. you didn't know about Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay, I'll watch that yeah. for a second. Why not? And that's the first thing John wants to tell Richard Roper. Yeah. That's a really good flex, John. Yeah, wow, impressive. That face is the face of a child oh. whose mother just put his picture on the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're proud of you too, Johnny. You are. Yeah, here's a green I'm just star. Stunned. I'm I know. Stunned it's, from it's this. insane. All right. So you were talking before about how John doesn't realize the level of guests that he's talking to. So he talks down to them because he thinks everyone's as dumb as he is. Like, I'm I'm convinced John has no idea that we don't get scared about copyright and cease and desist and all the things that scare him don't bother us because he doesn't realize that we're not as stupid as he is. Hey, Richard, how far away are you you from Long Island? (laughs) (laughs) So this is John. This is just classic Senator John right here. And watch Richard's face. 
And I'll tell you, um, this is how it all comes around. You'll love the story, Richard. So when I was the announcer and a sta- you know, and a writer on the Tonight Show, I, you know, <sighs> you know, I was on the staff as a writer, right? And I used to write a lot of cold opens. That's like the sketch before the show starts. It's like in SNL, it, you know, live from New York, you know, what, yeah. Like that. It's like, I mean, Chad, I know what a cold open is. Now all he does is open cold ones. <laughs> Can you imagine? You're telling Richard Roper what a cold open is? Oh it's, it's just unfucking believable <laughs> It's so stupid. No, what they'll do is they'll film what's called a pilot. You ever see the show SNL? <laughs> you know they do that live, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he would have like Michael Jordan on and he'd be like, you know, when I dunk on my Nerf hoop in my room when yeah. I was a kid. When I beat Shaq yeah. at basketball. Yeah, you were right. talking about Shaq. The technique I like to use, and I don't know if you're familiar with this, but it's called <clears throat> palming a basketball. <laughs> Have you ever <laughs> heard of that? It's called a 360 dunk because what happens is your body twists 360. Yeah, I'll show, I'll show you. I'll find a video clip. He actually had to find a still frame of the scene he was talking about in Pulp Fiction to show Richard Roper that those two board games, and Richard's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. That's exactly what can't? you just said. Like, where you, where, <laughs> yeah, I believed you. I didn't think you were lying. <laughs> yeah, where do you go from there? Like, what, what, you know, it, that's like going, somebody, hey, did you know there's lyrics to taps? Get the <laughs> fuck out of my life. Get out of my oh, life. Shula, you and I were talking about this today on your show where John will let the guest talk. And John's not paying attention to the guest. Nothing. So when the guest stops talking, John has a mini panic. And he's like, okay, uh, so the next thing. Like, he doesn't have a conversation with anyone. It's when not, did you start doing stand-up comedy? Yeah. it's it's Yeah. yeah. Oh, because I do stand-up. And why? And why? <laughs> so, yeah, it's like a guy waking up behind the wheel and just crossing yeah. all four lanes as soon as his eyes open. <laughs> this is an example. I better do something. This is, a, right. this is an example of... Of course, John wants to find that still frame of these board games, and because of it, he's not paying attention to his guest at all. <laughs> the whole thing was just horrible, and it was also like one of those things where we're just reminded of the ego and the narcissism that permeates Hollywood. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> you mean this podcast? <laughs> I'm not going to let you have to wait to go watch Pulp Fiction, so let me show you this. <laughs> Even the way he says it, I'm not going to let you have to wait to go see Pulp Fiction. Because Richard's like, okay, I'll check that scene out. That's cool. Do you know, this is such a great example of what an absolutely clueless, from top to bottom podcaster John is. Yeah. You have a guy like Richard Roper on. And he's willing to do your show once. Talk to him about what's in theaters now. Talk to him about something that's interesting. Let the guy talk. Yeah. Let the guy say a word. But do something that would be interesting for the listeners to get this guy back on your show. Vinny, you don't know the half of it. Not only does he not do that, he decides to slam all movie critics to Richard Roper's face. I don't know what he thinks Richard's going to do with this one. All right, Richard, now I'm going to ask you something that, and this has been my pet peeve. And, I, and I'm going to get it because just so you know, when Siskel and Eber were guests on the Stern show. Sure. <clears throat> me, of course, because <sighs> I felt it was my mission Wait, he was on the Stern show? 
He never oh, brings I didn't it up. Know that. Yeah, he never I brings it up. That. That's what you're saying. Go Has back. he ever been involved in a roast? Do you know? <laughs> if he, yeah, I don't if, know. If he says anything that his mission was to answer the phones, <laughs> yeah, he's right. wrong. I felt it was my mission to go back and pull all the rotten, bad videos. Uh, not videos. The bad reviews. Yeah. That they would give to great movies. And one of the distinct ones that I pulled out for Ebert is that he gave, and God rest his soul, because he was great, but he gave The Godfather 2 three stars and gave The Godfather 3 three and a half stars. And I went in on the air with Howard, and I go, Roger. The Godfather 3 was better than The Godfather 2? Come on, man. Wow. What a great question. Way to, Boom, way to let him have it. Yeah, way to let him have it on the air, John. How, how, how ridiculous is that? He goes, you're a movie critic. There's this other movie critic who I think made a bad judgment call. Yeah. It's, it's off by a half a star. And I realize Godfather 3 is way worse than Godfather 2. I'm not arguing that point. But it's not like he's like, thumbs down on Godfather 2. Thumbs up on Godfather It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, well, you know, whatever mood you're in or the context of the time, like, there's reasons why this happened. Don't worry, Richard. I took care of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, there are some people out there that like Godfather 3 more than Godfather 2. Shut and up. One of them was <laughs> And one of them was named Ebert, <laughs> according Ebert. to John. And, uh, and yeah, and so <laughs> that's the thing. It's their opinion, yeah. right? Like, well, that's what Richard it, Roper has to explain. It was like, well, it is yeah. subjective, oh. John, and and you know, you, sometimes you have an opinion about something. And he's a he's a, he's a fifty-seven-year-old man with a child's fucking brain, yeah. with, yes. with a seven-year-old brain. Uh, imagine you have Richard Roper on your show, and you're like, man, Ebert really fucked up, didn't he? Yeah, Rick, yeah. Richard's gonna be like, yeah, well, that guy always was an asshole. <laughs> yeah, like, know? what do you think he's gonna yeah. do? <laughs> and we're talking. When did Godfather 3 come out? 82? No, like 90. Oh, was it 90? Okay. He's talking about something that this happened 32 years ago. And this is like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you bringing this up? Like you like you were saying, well, we can be talking about like modern movies. What's good? What have you seen recently? Yeah. What's what directors do you like that are yeah. upcoming? Give me something right. here. There's a new Top Gun movie. What was it like working with Ebert when he talked through a fucking computer? What was that like? <laughs> yeah, right. When he was missing his chin. Did that better than out? this. Way better yeah. than this. Yeah. <laughs> Less drool. <laughs> he, he actually yeah. did look better than John. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Surgery. He was missing half his face. I thought it was like a computer. But he did talk through like a computer. Yeah, he, he wasn't real good at communicating at that point. I guess point. you have to if uh, yeah. you don't have half a face. Well, the weed's kicking in. We know that. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Look at John, how smug he is, yeah. because he just said that Roger Ebert was wrong about a review that he had. Of course. Nothing makes him happier than calling out someone who's dead and can't defend themselves. <laughs> yeah. right. I blocked He's impressing him just in his case. new friend, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> right. He did the ultimate block. He waited till he died and then talked shit about him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So I, I kind of skipped past this, but you notice that he brought up Pulp Fiction right away. Yeah, and he did that on purpose because he wanted to talk about Quentin Tarantino. You know why he wants to talk about Quentin Tarantino, right? He wants to talk about the time that he directed Quentin in a cold open oh, on the Tonight Show, and he's so proud of himself. He has to t- tell his new friend Richard about it. Quentin takes goes way off script <laughs> for like a minute and a half, and I, and I go cut. I go Quentin, this has got to be thirty to forty seconds long. Please stick to the script. And he goes, okay, John. Okay, John. And I'll tell you, Richard, as I'm walking out of the room, I go, 
I can't believe Stuttering John is directing Quentin Tarantino. Isn't that amazing? You know, either act like you belong in show business or you don't. You got to pick one or the other. The fact that he keeps rehashing this story and he tells every guest. So anyone who's watching John's a fan of John's like, yeah, we know this, John. Let the guests tell a story that we don't know. Yeah, he's so dumb. He doesn't understand that he's saying to people, can you believe this fucking idiot's directing Quentin Tarantino? (laughs) Yeah, and by the way, yes, I am shocked by that. It is crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Aren't I a moron, (laughs) Richard? Isn't that great? But what a weird conversation to have with somebody. He thinks he's being self-deprecating. Wait, it's, <laughs> no, he, no, does this, maybe. he does this a, a lot. Like yeah. when Hal Sparks talked about how dirty his place was. He's over the moon with joy laughing about this shit. When uh, yeah. I saw, what you call it, the army major guy, uh, Ojeda, uh, when he was he was talking about how dirty John's car was. And John's dying laughing. Ojeda's like, it looks like there was just three weeks worth of trash piled up. And he's going, ah, like. I don't get it. I don't get it. He's so sensitive, but loves when people shit on him that he knows, I guess. I don't know. I think he's the kind of guy who would describe all of his personality flaws as just part of my charm. Yeah. (laughs) That's his OCD. You know. I have to collect all the garbage. And I am very sensitive. (laughs) I am very sensitive, sure. All right. This is... uh... The last clip I want to play from Beer on the Balcony, maybe some other things to cover, but this is John fucking up, and it's by far the best part of the show. I don't care about Fast and the Furious. I do care about Bullet with Steve McQueen or The French Connection with Gene Hackman, which has better car chases, but they're actually grounded in reality. Something happened. I don't know. (laughs) For a while, it was just me, which I kind of enjoyed. I was going (laughs) to... Yeah, we all did. <laughs> I'm like, finally, a podcast I'm going to watch, the Richard Roper show. Yeah. yeah, he was making some points there for a second. <laughs> It'd be great if you could get, like, quarterly ratings and see a spike in that 30 <laughs> seconds of, like, 800 people. So, Shu, I'm sure you're aware that there's just a million channels Opening up, people creating new videos about Stuttering John, all these new YouTube videos. There was one that caught my eye this week. DNN, Dabbler oh, News yes. Network. I was going to play this on Rico. Uh, okay. Yeah, this, this is great. This is hilarious. This is uh, this is B Dabbler, B-E Dabbler on YouTube. People should uh, like and subscribe. Already, way better produce than anything fucking John has ever done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Dabbler News Network. Dabblers, there is no denying we are in a stuttering John. <laughs> boom. I'll say it again. We are in a stuttering John economic <laughs> boom. Economic boom. <laughs> so this, this is awesome. This guy's wearing a Mexican wrestling mask. He's got a button-up shirt and a tie. <laughs> and he's fired up about stuttering John. Everyone's making money off this dummy except for him. Even the Clone Wars have started. <laughs> you watch the guy. So now he's showing Dabbler's Unanimous and Why Do I Podcast with Kevin. Which is actually a show now. It used to be just a bad joke for yeah. Tony Michaels. Now it's actually a show. So they did a crossover episode. So now it's <laughs> this is getting insane. It's, it is. it's so out of control. And you're like, you know, this, you know, th- th- there was just so much to clip here, you know. So th- this is oh. why there's so many shows. 
if it weren't for WATP, I definitely would never know his current position in, in life and how funny it is to watch. New and original Stut Joe programming premieres literally every day. <laughs> yeah, I love this stuff. This is like a TV show for me. <laughs> The, the Stutch Joe Depot is another one. We'll talk to Ava about her transition. By the way, it's Ava Riza. Ava, I don't know if you... Jesus Christ. So the way this is added in... This, this is, doesn't stop, This the is way. the main reason why I wanted to play this, because I love this segment of this. So John had Ava on, who is a, a trans woman. And the only reason why he brought... Get out of here. I know. What? I know. It's so shocking. The only reason why he brought her on was to talk about how horrible a person, I should say, what a monster Anthony Cumia is. <laughs> yeah. Ava, you see I... any good movies lately? Are there any directors you like? <laughs> yeah, imagine if you had good questions <laughs> for her. I can tell you, you can say a lot of bad things about Anthony, but he wouldn't call a fucking friend on one and a half legs and ask him to go scare somebody. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. So this, this is great because Ava just like Alon did, has to explain how her name is pronounced, and John does not comprehend that in any way. We know what I'm going through right now with this fucking monster. By the way, it's Ava Riza. But you know what, I mean, like, and you know, I'm... By the way, it's Ava Riza. Let me ask you this, Ava, because you sent me these links. By the way, it's Ava Riza. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely have you on again, Ava. And, uh... sure. By the way, it's Ava Riza. Ava, it's been a pleasure. Please come back again. Anytime. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, sweetie. Okay. Ava Reza on the show. <laughs> but it's Ava Reza. Yeah, no, no, no. I know. But, yeah, I didn't know. I, I mean, I had no idea. What a drunk asshole. Or a drunk <laughs> asshole. Now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Drunk of the week. Drunk of the week. This week's drunk of the week is stuttering John Melendez. Congratulations, you pickled punk. Uh, yeah, a lot of beer. Plenty of beer. Plenty of beer on my birthday. Beer will be going down smoothly. 10-4. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Sunflower. Dragon, thank you for the 20 bucks. <laughs> Uh, happy birthday, John. Have a beer from me. Thank you. I can actually get four beers from you with that. Thank you very much. Oh, God. God it's so pathetic. That's rock bottom, what I just heard right there. He's got a tip it's 10 break- on each beer, too. <laughs> yeah, breaking down the amount of beers a $20 donation gives you. And it's funny because so yesterday, John did a show on his birthday, and he's such a needy bitch. This is what he tweeted out. I'm looking forward to my birthday show tomorrow with at Tony Michaels, at I am Gabe Sanchez, at Ojeda for America, and whoever else wants to come. And then he mentions at Ron Filipkowski, at, I don't know, the list goes on and on and on. He's just Lincoln's Bible. He's trying to get anyone on who will come on the show because he did actually make some pretty good money on the show yesterday. A lot of super chats came in for him. But what adult man's like, oh, it's my birthday show, everyone. We got to celebrate my birthday show. Could be my last one. Yeah, probably. By the way, last night we were back on YouTube uh, live for the first time since he hit us with a copyright strike. And uh, three hours before the show, we had $15 in donations. (laughs) People waiting (laughs) in the chat room. And we had, within 10 minutes of the show, we had close to $200 of people donating uh, to... And nothing makes me happier. That's 40 beers. You know, one, because I'm a Jew and I love money. But two, it's because, you know, there's been episodes where we've told them do not donate and they and they donate twice as much. So 
Oh, hey, by, you know, by the way, the video on uh, the subreddit where you're talking about how they he hired this guy to come intimidate yeah. you. The funniest comment underneath that from Dabbler of the Year, Skull Team Six. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Hilarious. Fantastic. And I the other agree. thing I didn't mention, because there's too much stuttering John news to even get to, is the fact that he accused me of buying tickets to our show oh. in Detroit in order to sell it's- it out. So uh, there's a couple tweets that I want to read here. This is how you know he doesn't have anyone in his life anymore right. because there's nobody to go, John, that's not really uh, – yeah, the guy's probably not buying tickets because <laughs> it's like you just bought it to have the sign say sold out on the marquee and then take the picture and then go into an empty Why would theater. any venue let you do that? Right. Exactly. How would yep. that help them? They wouldn't sell more beer. If I bought all the right. tickets, they wouldn't like right. that. Well, I'd be there, but <laughs> you wouldn't have that. I mean, they'd sell plenty of beer. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> no, so anyway, so John tweeted out, "Gee whiz, he buys his own seats. How <laughs> lame do you have to be? He so badly wants to be famous. What does that have to do with wanting to be famous? If I had to buy my own, all right. Yeah. So then he writes, "I couldn't imagine doing that, but it's a fact that he does." As I talk to the manager there, so now what John is saying is that he's calling the venue that we played, the Magic Bag. Mm. Talking to my buddy Andy over there, who was awesome to us, who loved us. Yeah. And he's t- and Andy's going, yep, yep, yep. I can, I can confirm that he could not sell out this show on his own, that he had to buy extra tickets, and then we put the sold-out show. Like, if that were true, it's not. It's an insane thing to think. I bet you he called true, a purse store or something stupid. Well, he didn't call anyone. <laughs> Why would Andy give up that information? Like, venues aren't interested in telling people about the attendance of previous shows. Like, listen, I happen to hate the performer that was there last weekend. Could you tell me shitty things yeah. about them? Let me talk to the manager. <laughs> Yeah, he's such he, a Karen. He, yeah, he talked to the manager like he talked to the Rochester Police Department. Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. But the fact that he thinks that that's going to prove anything or intimidate someone, yeah. like John gets so upset. They're calling the clubs that I perform at. John, you just tweeted that you called the club I performed at. Yeah. Do you not see what's going on here? You're doing the exact thing you complain about. You fucking bitchy little Karen. It is one of my favorite things about him is the minute he starts railing against something, someone, usually from Dabblers, will post a screenshot or a video of him doing that exact thing he's he's up in arms about. Like uh, Vinny said, he's drunk swinging. He's just, (laughs) I don't know why I'm upset, but I'm upset. (laughs) Like his shit is like a hair drug test. Like his shit goes way back. It's not just, you know, the minute he starts yelling about it, can you believe this guy uses the N-word? Boom, clips here you go <laughs> i know it's all right crazy so i want to bring it back to uh ava and this is another video that was produced so this is uh stutcho depot i believe and uh so this is the recap of that appearance because john pretends he's bringing this person on to talk to them about their journey and does none of that he just wants to talk about Anthony Cobia. It's we it's weird that it's a person that like is not on his radar in any way. Like they've never been on before. Right. It's it's almost like he just got someone to reply and and brought them on to to talk about the the what it's like being trans when you have someone very close to you that you could ask to come on. He doesn't to, talk to me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, maybe I mean, maybe not. <laughs> it's just odd. It's very odd, and people think that maybe this person's trolling John because she does say that she likes Anthony Cumia. She's a fan of Opie and Anthony, so I think that kind of ruins his credibility. Yeah. <laughs> it takes bit. the wind out of his sails a, a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> 
I love this stuff. This is like a TV show for me. This guy does great stuff too. Yeah, this is amazing. So the the first screen of this uh, Stunt Joe Depot show <laughs> is Stuttery John wearing a Stunt Joe Depot hat, and he's got a smock on like he works at the Home Depot with the dark branded logo. Is that him doing the, the air quotes thing? <laughs> and he's doing the air quotes with stink lines. Stink lines are coming out of his pants. Yes, no <laughs> and of course he's got the the halo because he can do no wrong. Everything he does is perfect. <laughs> There's probably seven more jokes there I'm not even getting, but it's yeah. fucking fantastic. God damn. Everyone involved in this is so fucking funny, except for John. Yep. <laughs> it really is amazing. This is like a TV show for me. But we'll talk to Ava about her transition and how it was to do, do that. But I got to go in a minute, John. Who's up next? Who do you got? Wow, he looks terrible. I have uh, <laughs> Ava Mazer. By the way, it's Ava Riser. She's a transgender woman, and she's going to come on. Now, so I'm going to have this transgender woman, and we're going to learn about how difficult it was to make the transition. Are we? Ava, I don't know if you know what I'm going through right now with this fucking monster. I've been having this, I guess you call it a battle, which I call a battle between good and evil with Anthony Cumia. He does it because he believes it because he's a sick fuck. Like, cause I, cause I really don't want that kind of hate on, on this, you know, on this show. I think brilliant. like um, Anthony and um, Patrice and Louie, like just riffing is like, they're really, really funny. Um, like, yeah. And, um, so, John, John doesn't even know how he's reacting to things anymore. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're great comedians. Don't get me wrong. I mean, no, no they're evil. <laughs> it's good for Steve. He thinks he's talking to the guy from The Crow. He doesn't even know what's going on. <laughs> he has no idea. Hey, look, hate me, okay? I don't give a fuck if you hate on me. You don't? Shoot, do you uh, think that's true? That he doesn't give a fuck if you hate on him? Hey, listen, as long as uh, as long as there's a friend out there that can uh, reach out and and converse and touch someone for him, he's not lying. He doesn't care. The guy in Long Island apparently cared a lot. He yeah. decided to show up in his handicap van and uh, <laughs> leave me the riot act. <laughs> Fucking trash me all you want. Have all these loser comics on to trash me. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this is like this is Anthony Cumia. Anthony Cumia goes out there, and he's a high school dropout, which you could only expect that kind of shit coming out of his mouth. Emma's cracking up. <laughs> She's like, this is all you got on this guy? He's a high school dropout? He's a multimillionaire. Yeah. He, he does the thing that you wanted to do, host a show, and he does it so brilliantly that he's made millions and millions of dollars doing it. How do you not realize that you're the loser in this scenario? And I like her mic placement thing. I yeah. think I'm going to start doing that now. This is a good look. Do you think any trans person wants to sit there and listen to this guy fucking uh, virtue signal? No. It's, it's what so a, insulting. It really is. And by the way, I'm going to get the same mic setup. It might cover my teeth. Might. We'll see. <laughs> this twisted lunatic known as Anthony Cumia. Why does he hate you so much? Why is he so much? Well, I started it. <laughs> I don't know. You call a guy a pedophile a few hundred times and he gets all bent out of shit. You ever heard of Pock Box? <laughs> Just one clip because I think this one clip says it all. 
in one 30-second clip. And I'll play that now. And again, I'll warn people that it, it's, <laughs> it's it, it, you know, apparently I was, laughing he was at mad him. at this guy who mentions Red Bar, who are geniuses. Holy shit. John, John is team Red Bar now. This is the guy but who's Red Bar worried about like him either. Though. No, yeah, no, yeah. Mike David does not like John in any single way. He's ripped him to shreds before. And if you're worried about words people use, yeah, watch out. <laughs> I wouldn't keep close company with Red Bar if you're worried about people using the R word, John. Well, I, was, I was watching his live show uh, yesterday. I think it was uh, on his birthday, and and a guy donated to him um, and said, and in the name it said Red Bar. Yeah, and he's like, John, we love you. Like, we can't wait to have you. We'd love to have you on the show. Yep, he falls Keep for it. Keep fighting the fight, and yeah, and he fell for it he's immediately. Such a moron. <laughs> he goes, I reached out to you guys. I'll come on anytime. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to see what Mike would do. Oh, they got my letters. My <laughs> letters are P-U. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have this transgender woman, and we're going to learn about how difficult uh-huh. it was to make the transition. Okay. But you know what? I mean, like, and, you know, I'm, I hate having to bring it back to... Anthony Cooper, you, like, you, you know, when you, well, first of all, he says the F word for gay and then uses the N word twice. The disconnect is in Anthony's brain. So now Anthony, that's what he believes. Anthony Cooper chooses not to. Well, let me ask you this, Ava, because you sent me these links to Anthony and, and, and. Just to see, like, what to talk to you about. about yeah, Anthony going I, on I, another like, show and then Anthony like on his own show. But I will just say to you that he posts this other one of my son now as an adult male and writes. No air quotes. And he has no problem with this. This is the only thing that Stuttering John made that was funny. That is a great joke. I'm sorry, John. I know you don't get it, but that is a great joke. <laughs> what if he got it on air? He's like, "Oh, I, I get it now." Oh, actually, oh good. no, that actually is a pretty good one. <laughs> Anthony's so funny when I was wow. doing the show. We were talking about John. I, we were talking about something. And I just go, "He's so transparent." And Anthony goes, "He is transparent." And I, and it took me a minute to get it. I didn't even. He's so fast, so funny. It's great. Now, what kind of monster? And it's like there's times where Anthony can be funny on this. Even on that compound show. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely have you on again, Avon. Uh, sure. People started emailing me. on like, But they found a way to contact me through like my band camp, which is it's like a very interesting way that oh, they found, to uh, tell me not to come on the show. And oh, it's, this is it's great. so Watch, fascinating. They zoom in on they, John's uh, face here. Used, He's they're stewing. Tra- they try to imply that you're a sexist and homophobic person, which is one patronizing that they don't think <laughs> oh, He's so mad. <laughs> Anthony and watch that uh, that podcast and all that. And he's talking. They keep posting these things. That conversation took two years off his life. It's amazing. <laughs> the voice in his head's like, keep keep uh, keep yeah. it together. Keep it together. <laughs> things were like you made a joke about Caitlyn Jenner at some point or whatever. Yeah, that was and when. Then, and that then, joke was way before. I, that was way before we knew that uh, that he was transgender. And now I hear that he cut off his fucking penis, ladies. That just takes a pair of balls. 
I was actually shocked because oh. I was friends with Bruce. It's okay. You don't have and, to even explain it to me. But you yeah, no, no, no. I know. And, okay. But it, yeah, I didn't know. I, I mean, I love Jad getting caught in lies. He's such an <sighs> idiot. We, it's all on the internet, Jad. We're gonna find it. People are gonna find it. Well, the thing about that is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I hate his fucking cruise ship comic energy Ugh. up on stage. He's like, oh, that takes a lot of bones. Yeah. You know, yeah. he, he gives that look like, oh, I'm terrible. Uh, did I just it's say just that? what I do, people. <laughs> what can I tell you? The guy fucking filling the buffet in the back of the room, just his eyes rolling to the back yeah. of his fucking head. <laughs> you guys knew you were coming to the late show, right? Whoa. Watch out. Uh, I, mean, I had no uh, idea. <laughs> Ava, it's been a pleasure. Please come back again. Anytime. Thank you so much. Nice All right. Thank you, sweetie. You. Okay. Thank Ava Reza on the show. By the way, it's Ava Reza. <laughs> Amazing. Well Ava. done. At one point, he called her Ava Mazer. He added an M to it. <laughs> I mean, the guy's just a fucking dummy. He's, he's just so stupid. He really, really is. is. Incredible. Um, we played a couple of new parody songs at the live show. That I feel like for Tony Muskrat, we should play again yeah. with decent audio. I'm assuming we have decent audio right now. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Find out tomorrow, I suppose. But uh, before I do that, this is a, a short one from Adam. Thoreau. It's all right. We still have the microphone in the other room. Recording. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. We got to back my up. My phone's out of my pocket. Recording <laughs> the show. We'll be fine. <laughs> Just got home from teaching math. Smell like ass and still don't bath. Got to sit down, take a rest on the balcony. Green screen cat box smells a little bit. Not enough to change it. Um, um. Throwing back all my cores. Life is getting lonely. Inhaling some baloney. Fuck, I told my guests the wrong time zone and I'm already streaming live. Gotta go call the major. Hostile rich Ojeda, Ojeda. Um, uh, um, throwing back all my cores. Thank you, Adam Thoreau. Fucking brilliant. Always fun. And uh, I'll play those other parody songs in a little bit, but should we ever play To Catch a Dabbler with us before? Of course. I love it. Why don't we do that? I'll bring in uh, Hannah. I see Hannah, a review girl, is here as well. She likes to catch a dabbler from time to time. I do. Hey, guys. Hi, Hi, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Shuli. Hi, Vinny. Hi. All right. How's your microphone sounding today? It's uh, is it is it pointing the wrong direction? It shouldn't be. Can you not hear it? I tried to connect it through my iPod. Oh, that's probably the problem. All right. I think you're iP- using the iP- iPhone uh, AirPod mic. I think. Yeah, you probably yeah. are. It's not. It's not great. If you could not use your AirPod, tap, tap that mic right there. Tap it. Yeah, tap that mic in front of you. Yeah, yeah that's not, not it. Out. Yeah. W- while we're waiting for this, I have a clip that I want to play real quick from uh, the Dick Show. Vinny, you're going to find this a little bit interesting. They're talking about fat girls wearing outfits that look like cows, <laughs> cow skin. Oh. <laughs> cow, like like black and white fucking like cow, a fucking like, cow, like bro. dairy cow, like Carl like a- when he was dressing. Did you see Carl dressing up like a cow? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, it was something else. Let me oh, see. the black, Carl, the blackface cow. Who are these? Just <laughs> kidding. He didn't do podcast cow. Bikini. I don't know why he did this. They have some kind of humiliation thing. That's right. Well, he yeah, he must have lost something. The one with cut. No, that's where not. can I see Carl in his bikini? The creep off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where could I see it? Is that the thing he does with the Vinny, with Vinny and yeah? 
Vinny DePopolis or something like that. Humiliate each other. Vinny DePopolis. <laughs> How dare you, <laughs> Yeah, let me see. Come on. There he is. Come on. There he is. Look at him. Look at that shit. Look at him. <laughs> better than fucking Maddox. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, yeah, that's true. It's a better stupid costume than what Maddox has got. So imagine this, but a big fat woman wearing it. Yeah. Vinny <laughs> 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 <Pretty> DePopolis. <laughs> I listened to my first full episode of the Dick Show yeah. on my way to Detroit, and I learned some interesting things about fat people. Did you know that they now want to be called persons of size? Yes. That blew my mind. Hey, Hanny, you sound a lot better now. Oh, okay, good. <coughs> Can you You're turn... great, too, by yeah, the way. I was going to say, if you could turn on your video. <laughs> all right, all right. That is how you there got the job. Go. Hey. All right. She's no dirt scientist, folks. No, she is not. <laughs> All right, let's get ready to, to catch a dab, everybody. It's time for everyone's favorite game show to catch a dabbler. Are you ready to play to catch a dabbler? So I wait my date, and there she pulls up a psychotherapist. She shows up wearing a mask, blonde hair. She says she was 52. When she got out of the car and I looked at her arms, they were sagging over here like she was more like 82. What did John say next? <laughs> Whatever it is, I bet it's going to be very complimentary of this woman that he's going on a date with. Would be my guess. I here said, your cho- oh, well, she's paying. Voices. <laughs> Number one, I knew right away that I would need, you know, some extra Viagra for this one. (laughs) B, I know I'm no spring chicken, but listen, you know, you got to take care of yourself. Do some exercise with those arms. Next, not that there's anything wrong with older women. I'm not being misogynistic or sexist for... But I thought, well, since I'm the hot one, she should at least buy me dinner. <laughs> Lastly, I couldn't believe it. Like, it's like I'm on a date with my mother. I don't know. It's just gross. To catch a dabbler. All right, I always go first. And I did see people in the Discord saying that's not, that's not the reason why. I think it's the I'm no spring chicken. All right. I could just for some reason I can, I can hear John saying okay. that. Number two. It's not the it's not a funny answer, but that's why I always lose by picking the funny answer. Uh, Shuli, what do you got, buddy? I also am going with number two, but for a different reason. Okay. It had the most you knows in it, <laughs> and that, my friends, Good strategy. is the is the whole fucking trick to this game. Shuli is a scholar. Good strategy, Vinny. What do you got? I don't know. You guys. Both may have turned me because I was four. Well, I really thought it was four or five because those are the most insulting to this poor lady <laughs> yeah. who did nothing wrong. Yep. Uh, I'm still going to go with my gut and I'm uh, going four. Number four since I'm the hot one. Yeah, since I'm the hot one. Because <laughs> right. that sounds like a dumb joke he would make because yeah. he thinks he's fucking producer Chris. I'm going to go with five. Okay. The, the mother joke. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Hannah, what do you got? I'm going to go with five. I'm between the. And the spring chicken, Anna, I'm going to go with five, though. Okay. All right. 
good time. All right, so we're we, going to get you out of that well. Don't worry. Jesus, sit tight. I know. Are you connected to your those headphones now? Tap your mic in front of you. <laughs> it's a cup with string. Wait, yeah. Wait, can you not hear it again? You just sound like now shit. Now we can. Your mic's not But you look there. great. Yeah, yeah you're so doing don't fine. don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Julie. Hey, you said so I wait my date. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to sound like shit and talk over the clip? <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> Pick one. Holy crap. All right, here we go. So I wait my date. And there she pulls up, a psychotherapist. She shows Perfect. up <laughs> wearing a mask, blonde hair. She says she was 52. When she got out of the car and I looked at her arms, they were sagging over here like she was more like 82. Not like there's anything wrong with older women. I'm not being misogynistic or oh, sexist here. Wow. But three. already she's lying about her age. That's all for this week. Come <laughs> back again. next week to find out if you are man enough to catch a dabbler. John Fucking knows. piece of shit, Cardiff. Motherfucker set me up. Fuck this every guy. time. John knows a little something about lying about your age. He was doing it for a very long time. What he doesn't understand is he's he's describing sagging skin, which could be weight loss, not just old True. age. You know. True. Plus, John. Vinny wouldn't know arms. anything about it, but <laughs> yeah. one day he might. Yeah, the doctors tell me I'll never get wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, Shuli. Thank you for coming on. This story was just too incredible. I, I had to get you on to tell this story about the, the hit that John hired. I guess you go ahead, Vinny. Can I ask question. you one more question, Shuli? I didn't get it earlier about that situation. You said that yeah. you were contacted by the authorities. Oh, How yeah. seriously are they taking this case? Oh, the, the detective that reached out to me wanted to go to this guy's place. And, and I'm just like, look, at the end of the day, you know, I, I can't. I don't want to fuck up this guy's life for being stupid enough to agree to do something like this for John. Um, had had it gotten physical, had it gotten you know to that point, yeah, that he wouldn't have. It, you know, to quote a Bronx Tale, now you can't leave. He wouldn't even have made it out the fucking door. Do you know but, how goddamn funny it would have been to hear the phone call after the detective leaves? Because the guy, the guy's not going to arrest him. Just goes up there and tells him, "Hey, buddy, don't do stuff like that." Tell your pal in California that you're not allowed to intimidate people like this. It's illegal. I know, you can but, be arrested. But, people, but people are saying you should have put a scare at him. And something tells me a detective walking to his front door is not a, a, something that he hasn't seen before. And I don't know <laughs> that it would actually scare him, you know? So, uh, and plus, I just feel like it's fucking up his life. He didn't, he could have fucked up my show, but he did. And then the most, the thing that's running through my mind the most is, I can't get my ass kicked by a guy with a cane. I just can't, uh, you know. It would be funny if just everyone turns on you and they're all on Centering John's side after you get your ass oh, kicked by, by Danny, <laughs> his childhood friend. Handicap shaming Danny, and then I, yeah, I, it all, I get canceled. Oh, that would have been amazing. I just think it'd be hysterical to hear the call back to L.A. John, they're on to me. <laughs> Danny, listen, it all goes away. Just do one little job for us. We need you to mic up your phone and fucking call John. Let's yeah, do it. For sure. I actually put something out uh, this morning on Shuli's show that I just remembered. I should put it out there here. Um, we know that we connect with people who know Suttering John personally because we've, we have a pretty 
big uh, universe now of all people who enjoy this content and the people who John has actually interacted with in real life love it the most. So mm-hmm. we know that all the people from the Howard Stern show, a testament and, to him, and Jay Leno, yeah. and anywhere Stephanie yeah. Miller. Oh God! And I said this too: if Stephanie Miller could come on the show, I'll vote Democratic Ugh. for the next sixteen years. <laughs> She'll just come on the show. You're on. <laughs> so, um, so I want to throw this out there: anyone who actually has had an interaction with Stuttering John or is a friend with Stuttering John, if you can come on and tell us one example of a time that John was selfless and did a favor for you without expecting anything in return. Just because you needed it, maybe without you even asking, he just said, "Look, I could tell you need a hand." He Let took my returnables this. back without asking. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking for any example of this. I don't think there's one. What if you're one of uh, <laughs> Stuttery John's little stutterers? Yeah, like the, the ones that he mentors. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like three weeks from now when nothing's come in. Carl's like, "Does this email even registered? Is this working?" <laughs> yeah, WATP Show at Gmail I don't uh, get back to a lot of people, but I do see your emails, so please send that in. And if John's done something nice for you, I want to hear that story. Well, we, we had a, a guy on that had an interaction with John. Uh, he never met him face-to-face. Comedian Corey Ryan Forrester, very funny guy. Um, John reached out to him because his Twitter started blowing up. Like yep. A lot of celebrities started hitting up his Twitter. And John reached out to him, and he's like, hey. He sends him a DM. He goes, hey, would love to have you on my show. Corey's a very nice guy. He goes, sure, I'll do it, man. He goes, can you do it now? That was the second message. <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, I can't right now, buddy. I'm, I'm, you know, working right now, but let's set up another time. He was literally getting up on stage. He's a touring comedian. Yeah. Like, well, actually, I'm going up in like five minutes, but we can schedule another time. Reaches out to him a week later. Same thing. Hey, you think you can do the show? Yeah, man, let's, uh, let's figure it out. He goes, how about now? And he's like, I can't, dude. And, and John, taking rejection in the professional manner that he knows how to live his life, unfollows Corey. And that's it. He yeah. never contacted him. I know him how to take a hint. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the funniest part is that he doesn't. Corey will do any podcast. All you got to do is just schedule it. Yes. That's all. He said that, too. He's like, he's like, I, I don't care. I'll go out and do his podcast. You know, he, he had a viral video out at the time. So yeah. there was a lot going on for him. And John couldn't just fucking sit there and be like, how about next Tuesday? Nope. It's, not, it's that easy. Jesus nope. Christ. Guy said he'd do my show. He didn't. Prick. <laughs> <like> fucking prick. <laughs> Dead to me. Dead to me. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So the Uncle Rico show. Is uh, killing it. I mean, I don't, I don't have to tell you that, Julie. I think everybody knows that you guys are doing a fantastic job. You've added Bob Levy to the show. Of course, Mike Morse is on the show. The three of you guys hammering John just over and over again throughout the week. Where can people find that show? Uh, you can find it at uh, patreon.com slash the Shuli show, uh, which you will get all the Uncle Rico episodes uh, on uh, audio as well through the Shuli show podcast. We're going to start uploading them back up to the YouTube uh, channel, which is the Shuli show as well. So just search up the Shuli show. It'll lead you to all the Uncle Rico stuff. We got merch. We got uh, we got everything. We got a new show starting up uh, on the Patreon that we're going to do. Oh, this is brilliant. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's about John's earlier body of work, and uh, we're calling it the Blunder Years. Uh, all the all all those beers ago, I forgot the tagline for it. But yeah, uh, but yeah, we're we're gonna start playing old classic, like because John had two versions of of a podcast, right? Well, now three if you count this, but two versions, which was one was all through Podcast One, and they booked guests for him, and and it was very you know. 
wasn't good, but it was, you know, as close as, as he yeah. will get to a real show. Yep. And then the other one was now he's, you know, working rogue and fucking burning every bridge at the Stern show and in life and talking shit about everybody. And so we're going to deep dive into all those and that'll be up on Patreon. Uh, so, yeah, YouTube and Patreon. ShalomShuli.com for tour dates. I'm looking forward to that because all those old episodes, you go back and listen to them, John's constantly talking about all the stuff he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. my gosh. We're going to turn this into a huge show. We're going to have this thing going out of that thing. So it's great going back and listening to that now and knowing that none of this worked out for him. And it's all just the opposite. Even when he was with Royce and they were doing yeah. the show with uh, that guy that we had on who was helping produce it. What was his oh, name? Don. Don. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. Even when it was like Royce and Don and him, he was talking about, yeah, we're going to get a news person. We're going to do like a daily <laughs> yeah. show. It's going to be a morning drive I'm going to burn show. this bridge and that bridge. Yeah. And- <laughs> he talked about getting hired for a radio network. He got hired to do this podcast network. He was constantly talking about all these achievements that were either happening or going to happen. And none of them came. Not a single one came to uh, fruition. Be, uh, uh, be on the lookout for the street team. Uh, 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 we're going to pull you over if you have a bumper sticker on. <laughs> Win a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I got Danny out on the street looking for stickers. We're gonna be in New York City October fifteenth at the City Winery in Chelsea in Manhattan. And I was talking to uh, Mike Morris and Bob Levy about that this morning. There's a possibility they might stop by oh, and cool. represent the Uncle Rico show. All right. Yeah, I'll be in Vegas doing Skank Fest, but uh, but yeah, I wish I was asshole. there, pal. What an asshole! He had to throw that in there, didn't he? No, that's awesome, man. Congrats, Skank Fest. No one told me there was going to be boasting. <laughs> Skank Fest <laughs> is, is incredible. That's great. All right, Shuey. Thank you, boys. Have yeah. a good one. Shalom. Appreciate it. One more clip that I want to play. You guys know I'm a fan of No Agenda, mm-hmm. Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak, and I played this a couple months ago. Where John C. Dvorak was doing this new segment on the show, kind of goofing on podcasts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they they got away from it for a little while. It's been coming back a lot lately. My my friend Kevin says, you know, it's kind of fucked up. John's been on the show before. He's well, I mean, he's talked about our show on the show. He's well aware of it. And the fact that they wouldn't even give me credit. Here's the most recent. Uh, CNN is killing almost all of its podcasting division, <laughs> thinking that what's the point of throwing money at this because they're losing their ass. Last thing they and want Axel is Rod's got one of them. Last thing they want is for it to end up on what what are, what the hell are these podcasts? What doing? the hell is, is what's wrong with these podcasts? Yeah, that's it. What's wrong with these podcasts? Get the fuck out! Is what he calls it. <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, they could just give me a nod, right? Like, you know, hey, we're doing something like who are these podcasts? Stuff. That's all I. That's all Even I'm that fucking for. guy Kevin from Who Are These? Uh, from Why Do They Podcast? Yeah, gave you a gave nod. Me a nod. Yeah, he, re- he acknowledges that. That's kind of the reason why that's happening. Unreal. Yeah, what are you gonna do? I have a video of Richard Ojeda getting trolled, but I just feel like we've we've hammered all of this enough at this point, right? I kind of want to see that. <laughs> really. Okay. <laughs> you win. Yeah, you made a good point. You made a good point. That sounds like fun. What is going on right now? Our alien overlords have finally caught us. <laughs> Tommy's landing. An awesome prog rock concert's about to start. Hannah, are you hearing that? I think we found the culprit. Yeah. All right. Mm. 
Let me find this clip real quick. Damn you, uh, Vinny. What did I do? <laughs> and while I'm pulling this up, I should also play this clip that's resurfaced recently on uh, Dabblers Anonymous. John talking about how he could kick my ass. Oh. That's always fun. Really? Patrick Michael asked a question. If you boxed a random guy from Rochester, who wins? I would kick the shit out of the random marketing guy from Rochester. I do not fucking, it does not even fucking, it, I, 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 I would not question myself at all. Cabby is more of a fucking, you know, formidable opponent than that guy. I mean, it's just look. I'm a trained fucking boxer, and I'm a street fighter from fucking Long Island. Believe me, you know. Now, on wait, who was he in Street Fighter? Yeah, I, know, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I'm Mortal Kombat. I'm Scorpion. Get over here. He's the sumo guy. I like that he thinks that he's a trained boxer because of what he did. Yeah. Yeah, we we uh, learned about his extensive training. We covered that on our latest uh, part eight of Easy for You to Say on the bonus episodes where producer Chris and I break down John's autobiography. Wow, was he proud of himself. He thought he won the World Heavyweight Championship. It's pretty amazing how he thinks those are the reasons why he would be able to beat you in a fight. Yeah. Yeah, not your you know lack of athletic ability. Sure. Your you know weak chin. Yeah. None of that. What about my uh, clubbed feet? Uh, anything on that, Vinny? I feel like those might be advent, you know, an advantage <laughs> for you. For me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever you could use a club, Carl, in a fight. What a fucking asshole! All right, let's uh, let's check. Wow, out. wow. Is that is that the, my machine again? All right, let's check out Richard. So, what I like about this guy who's fucking with him is his name is Dicko Jenna Fingered Little Brown Boys in Iraq. Oh, no. Is the name of this guy. Oh, no. Now, what's great about Richard Ojeda is that he handles it very calmly. I'm sure. <laughs> he handles it just the way that you want to when someone's trolling you. In an RV down by the and river. Ladies and gentlemen, make no mistake about it. Make, hold on for a second. Make no mistake about it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know who I'm talking about, you. I would beat the dog shit out of you, and there would be nothing you could do about it. That's a fact. That's a fact. This guy might be unhinged. He always goes immediately to violence. Have you noticed that? Yeah. He wants to curb stop everyone. It's like, all right, buddy, relax. It's the internet. We're just having some fun here. All right. <laughs> yeah. I can see why he's paired up with John. <laughs> yeah, right? So... This one is uh, Dick Ojeda ate Aces Disease Coos. Oh, no. You're so tolerant and nonviolent. <laughs> wow, man. Dirtbag. Uh, you can hear J.D. Vance. Uh, All right. <laughs> I am a 12-year-old boy. This guy, this guy grooved me on Facebook. <laughs> it says, you'll be expo exposed to <laughs> your blinky SOB. Yeah. That's great. Blinky. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this, guy is a, this guy is a monster. Uh, <laughs> this guy, if I ever, I wish you had the guts to to come come say say something to my face. I would beat the dog shit up. And I know that you're a guy that goes and you watch all the friggin' stuttering John's shit when I'm on there because I know exactly how you work. So is that how you learned how to handle it, too? Yeah. This is the exact opposite way to handle people trolling you, you moron. But you're a friggin' coward, 
and that's exactly what you are. Yeah, the, but you're a dummy. It's a fact. And if you come in my face, or come get in my face, I'll be. <laughs> uh, you're gay. <laughs> the dog shit out of you without even thinking twice. It wouldn't take me, but hell, I could, in two minutes I'd be done. Dude. And apparently she also. Drink. <laughs> two minutes I'll be done. Dicko Jenna likes little boys. It's the name of this next one. This guy's quite the talker, isn't it? Who says she has proof? So I do believe that. Uh, hold on here. Hold on. Let me get this jackass again. Go make another. Make another YouTube. It's okay. I'll just keep shutting your ass down. You chicken shit. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't bother him. That's good. That was so worth watching. Thank yeah, you. I know. That's been a lot of fun. So uh, I do want to say, Vinny, we've done it all today. And you know what that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. I'm excited to say Trucker Andy will be over here. We didn't talk much about our D- Detroit trip. I feel like it's been a jam-packed show. But maybe when Trucker Andy comes over, he didn't get shit on this time. Very impressive. Well, not by a bird. Not by a bird. <laughs> But uh, he'll be over here. We'll be continuing Jacktober hey. in the month of October. And uh, this is the show we're going to be looking at. We're like, who's Joe? It's behind yeah. Melanie. By the way, Joe Zeph, if you're listening, uh, you're on live on Facebook right now. <laughs> right now, Melanie, we are live on Facebook as we kick off our uh, Bubba Should Get a Clue. Okay. We, right now, we have a grand total of zero people. Oh, we got one person watching us. Who? And by the way, I learned something new. It's Carl. With the new way that we do live on Facebook, which it looks much more professional. If people comment, I can actually share it on the screen. So mm. if people go to Facebook.com slash Star Pittsburgh. Okay. And put up like a, a witty comment or something fun. I can actually put it on the screen with us. Like, look, Erica said, good morning. Happy Friday. Watch this. Boom. If you're live on Facebook, you see. Look at Erica's. I just, I just took Erica's comment and put it right on the screen. I actually can see it because you're in charge of it, so I can see you. Boom. All right, can that? you put mine up? I'm going to put something. Ready? Okay. Yep, put it up. Mel's going to comment on something, and I'm going to add it to the screen right now. Show me. I don't see your comment. I just did it. Mm-mm. I just put my comments in. Oh. I, wop, wop. I got one here from uh, Dick Ojeda, figured little brown boys in Iraq. He says, good morning, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, that's from uh, 100.7 The Star. That oh, is the Bubba no. show, not Bubba the Love Sponge. A different Bubba on there, so that should be uh, a lot of fun. And who knows, between now and then, Centering John might threaten more people with mob hits and we'll have other things to talk about, I'm sure. Look out, Hannah. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, there's a little show that you've been reading reviews for that I think maybe you should uh, think twice about. <laughs> He's sabotaging my show right now. It's our right? phone. All right. Hi, well, <laughs> we'll get this figured out eventually. Um, did I do everything I need to do for the show? I feel like I did, right? We can sign off now? Yeah. Get your tickets now for New York City, WATPNYC.com. We sold out in Detroit. Don't wait. I talked to people. This is a true story, John. I talked to people who procrastinated, tried to get tickets, and could not. So get your tickets for the City Winery. It's going to be a great venue. I'm not going to fuck up the sound. Grab them all before Carl buys them. (laughs) Yeah, grab your tickets before (laughs) I go and buy them because I'm panicking and I need the sold outside. Outside. 
So WATPNYC.com, or there's a link off our website, whoarethese.com, to uh, to get your tickets. I, people are messaging me from Philadelphia. When are you, you going to come to Philly? It's an hour and a half on the train. Yeah. This is a, this is an easy. Yeah. No brainer. Chinatown here. Express, 12 bucks. Come we're, on. We're right near Penn Station. We're yeah. right in Manhattan. Uh, if you buy VIP tickets, we're going to have an after party. You'll be notified where everyone's going. It's going to be a great time. Uh, so that'll be fun. You know what? I should mention this. Oh, you definitely should get them quick, though, because Bravo Fest, I think, is going on that same weekend, if I'm not mistaken. So. I think you're right about that. Right. At the show confirmed, Anthony Cumia, Brian Johnson, Missy B, Eric Nagel, producer Chris, Vinnie Paulino, trucker Andy Croge, and Jenny Jingles all confirmed. <laughs> they will be there. And like I said, maybe Bob Levy may make more shows up. It's going to be a party. We're going to have the dabble battle. Oh, yeah. So you could do the best centering John impression. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope uh, everyone can join us. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everybody. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Wouldn't it be nice if we were younger And I was still gainfully employed And wouldn't it be nice to have a family Now my only friends are my hemorrhoids Drinking cores until I pass out Waiting for the 21st to cash out Wouldn't it be nice to still be married And still be allowed in my kids' lives Now I spend my day scrolling through Twitter Trying to harass Bob Levy's wife The trolls say that I'm a dabbler I watch my wife fuck Adam Sandler Cleaning up was so nice to improve firmness and performance. I was gonna clean my room and then I drank beer. I was gonna clean the cat box too. And then I had a few beers. I hate cleaning. I hate cleaning. I've got a gallon of orange juice, so I'm in the clear. Hey, hey, hey. so I'll drink more beer. Drink more beer. Drink more beer. <laughs> I was gonna pay my debt, but I spent it on cause. Scoot! I was gonna make a $3 bet, but I can't because I spent it on cause. Now I live at Scott's house, sleeping on the floor. Hey, hey, because I drank cause, cause I drank cause, cause I drank cause. Get you a new mug, that one's gross. I was gonna file a lawsuit, and then I drank a pint. Pickwick Pub, I'll beat it. I was gonna take down Pock Face 2, and then I went to the bar and had a few pints. Uh, I'm the laughing stock of the internet, and I know why. Uh, hey, hey, because I drank pints, because I had some pints, because I drank pints. <laughs> I was gonna see my kids, but I tried to get laid. I paid, of course. 
I haven't seen my kids in years because I'm always trying to get laid. Huge cans. Now they don't even call me on Father's Day. Hey, hey, hey. I tried to get laid, tried to get laid. I struggled to get laid. I was gonna wipe myself, but I went to the bar. Turning into a monster. I was gonna take care of my health, but I spend every day at the bar. Now my hemorrhoid doctor won't return my call. Hey, hey, cause I went to the bar because I'm drunk at the bar. I think he was an alcoholic. Who dies from alcohol? I mean, come what on. You, no, you can left and right. We could OD on alcohol. Alcohol is OD it. and alcohol? Yeah. The, the withdrawal can kill you. It's the only That's drug that can actually kill you. Never has. Great job, everyone. Let's get Hannah back here. Let's see what's going on. Oh, nope. The mothership is calling in. One of us is going to get probed. Okay, is that off now? I'm going to go with you. Oh, shit. Now I can't hear you. I just I was assuming that you had your headphone, microphone, and your microphone on, and that's why we were getting the feedback <clears throat> there, but I guess I'm not sure. Man, she had no issues. She, you know what it was? She heard the Detroit shout and it inspired her. She's like, wait a second. You can fuck up audio that many different ways? Is that awesome Are you awesome <laughs> Turn your vibrator down, Hannah. <laughs> All right, Hannah. It was... Waka waka. You had a good run, Hannah. <laughs> we'll never forget you, I promise. It's just like Paul Bearer in the in freezer. Touch. We just never see the character again. <laughs> Uh, Drink. Where's Vic? Yeah, where's Vic? I have a new song for her that uh, somebody sent in. That's from the Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, mm. That was sent from a Conjured World. Yeah, I was to say that's way too nice to be about Vic. Yes, I would agree. <laughs> All right, let's hit these uh, voicemails and then we'll we'll call it. Hey, Carl, this is Brock from Michigan. Just calling to say uh, I wanted to call and shit on you, but um, I really can't. I have to say thank you because you created the greatest dabble verse. The greatest crossover universe since um, the Marvel, the original Marvel Cinematic uh, Universe. So, uh, thank you so much, sir. I can't thank you enough. My daily entertainment. But uh, can't wait to see the show Friday in Detroit. Keep it up, and in usual fashion, go fuck yourself, Carl. Bye. Ooh, ooh I invented that, Robin. Hey, I, uh... I invented the devil <laughs> first, Robin. Brock is the man. Yes, he is. Did you meet him? I did meet Brock. Nice. Brought me a present. Oh, okay. Thanks, Brock. Yeah, buddy. We didn't know what we were doing at the time. We just knew that laughing at John was fun. But look at where we've gotten to now. It's uh, it's a whole industry. It's a whole community. Mm-hmm. It's a community. We're all friends. We all get along. We've talked about turning this into a live show. You know what, though? With the roast of Stuttering John being a part of it, and then probably Stut John Con, the convention, will be a part of it, yeah. too. It'll be a whole weekend for all the dabblers. Which would be amazing. 
Go ahead, Vinny. It's all cute and fun now until the uh, turf war starts. Oh, you think it's going to be a turf war? Like, you can't use that beer on the balcony. I already clipped that beer on the balcony. Oh, we'll use a different clip on our show. Is that what you think's going to happen? I'm just glad I'm on the team I'm on. I got Chris. We got Andy. We got Croge. We're killing it over here. And you'll be there. Oh, I thought I was part of the team. That's what you were talking about. Oh, this is interesting. My English tutor called into the show. Finally. Yeah. Hey, Carl. It's your English tutor, Andy. You're almost there, buddy. Um, I was listening to last week's podcast, and I noticed a few slip-ups here. You know, you need to be very exact with your pronunciation. Um, It's not sale-y. It's sal-y. I also noticed this when you introduce Hale Park. I believe it is pronounced how. Um, Hale is a completely different word, and it has an extra vowel in there. Um, <laughs> also, the co-host last week on the on the Bad with Money is not pronounced male. Male, calling them male actually, since they're trans, that's a microaggression. So you might want to cool it, buddy. Um, anyways, I'm very proud to count you among my students. Uh, I'll see you later tonight when you're sleeping. Bye-bye. That's That's your mentor. Yeah, that's not good. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I'm still still working on it, apparently. But I did really good in typing class. All right. uh, Yeah, because you used your feet. (laughs) Vic's tongue called into the show. Hey there, Carl. It's uh, Vic's puppy, Panda. And you know... I know she called in the other day saying that she's trying to make me gay by putting little bows and stuff on me, but uh, between you and me, I don't know how well that's going to work when I get to see those titties all day. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what a lucky dog. What a lucky puppy. Seeing those puppies. Uh, they, I hear something on the Drew and Mike show a lot when they have their boner line. People talk about a uh, separated at birth. They hear two people. They're like, oh, it sounds like the same person. So I uh, I heard this call come in. Uh, I've got a new separated at birth. The bad guy in the first Men in Black movie, the alien cockroach. And, of course, Stuttering John. So I put together this for us. I tried to produce this idea. So many questions. Well, um... Now, you are a comic that will go out on a limb, you know, and, you know. I'll put my hands on my head like this. Holy shit. Fucking D'Onofrio followed John around. Yes. I couldn't think of his name, Vincent uh, D'Onofrio. Yeah. How did John not get that role, though? He was robbed. Yeah. That's a brilliant observation. Not so. the union. And <laughs> I'm it, guessing. It's, uh, it involves cockroaches. It's true. Yes. Giant cockroach. The, the producers thought it was too on the nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want to typecast him. Yeah, you know, right. he gets that enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, this one is one for all the uh, Opie and Anthony fans out there. Hello, this is Steve from Yellowstone. I just wanted to say the podcast has been really good lately. I really enjoyed the past year. Ramon! Bring me a podcaster who doesn't talk over people. Ramon! Carl should choke on his own tongue in his sleep. Ramon! Hey, I'm sorry about that. Uh, anyway, like I was saying, the past few episodes have been really great. I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Nate from Flint called into the show. 
And uh, he's been calling in to, well, he, he came out to the Rochester Creep Off mm-hmm. live show. And uh, he came out to the live show we did in Detroit. And I also want to thank uh, Eric Zane for coming out. He made a, a long drive out yeah. to come to the show. Yeah. So that was really cool. Killed uh, it. But anyway, yeah, so Nate called in. Hey, Carl. Nate from Flint, Michigan. Great audio on the Detroit show drop, download, whatever you want to call it. Was that parabolic mic down the street? Maybe you should talk to Patrick Michael about your equipment issues. Boom! Algebra roasted. Yeah. There uh, there were a number of phone calls that talked about our uh, audio issues, and I'll play a bunch of them. <laughs> hey, Carl, this is Prep Boy Rick. Thank you so much for a wonderful live WATP show and also a great isotope set. That was a fantastic fucking weekend in yes, Ferndale. Thank you so much. And you got through it without anybody calling you a see you next Tuesday. Normally, this would be the part where I'd have somebody else call you a see you next Tuesday and call you a cunt, but I couldn't uh, find anybody as I was uh, heading home today. Like, I, I asked multiple people and nobody said it. So, sorry. Sorry sorry to let the chat down. Take care. Call me back, Prep Boy Rick out. All right, Prep Boy Rick. Thanks for coming out to the shows. We had a blast. And um, <laughs> there's that new Isotopes Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking people. Fun stuff. Yeah, there's so much in the news. Holy there's, shit. There's, I know. There's so much to get caught up on. I feel like we, I didn't do this show justice. Maybe when Vinny isn't staring at me, I'll feel a little more comfortable and I can get to it. Want to do things. another hour after he goes? Yeah. All right. Good cool. Yeah. All right. Let's hear more about our audio. Hey, you club-footed retard. Turn on the WATP. It's a live show, and the audio sounds like you recorded it on a cell phone in the back of the fucking... wherever you were having it. The fucking dumpster? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Re-upload it with good audio. Did What, did Sean come in and delete it? Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank God producer Chris set up a Zoom recorder. I know it's not great. There's a lot of crowd noise. But what I recorded on my computer was dog shit. And if you're on the Patreon, you can go and watch the video. We streamed it live. Yeah. Um, so it's up on YouTube. There's a there's an unlisted link you can get. Uh, so if, if you want to check out that version of it, people weren't complaining that much during the show. I'm surprised. I was kind of keeping my eye on the chat. But, man, they should have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am just so happy Not for good. once people aren't yelling at me about technical issues. I this know. is Isn't refreshing. <laughs> this is refreshing. I'm also getting yelled at by Cardiff Electric. I guess I'm not plugging his show. Uh, let me ask him what, he, what I, I... I know he's also doing a Stuttering John show. And I think he's a puppet now. I can't keep up with Cardiff and, <laughs> and his antics. But let me know, buddy. We'll, we'll get a plug in for you. And in the meantime... Here's somebody who thinks the audio on our last show sucked. <laughs> hey, Carl. I was at the live taping in Detroit, and I just got done listening to the podcast. What a piece of shit. Holy shit. Did you hire Patrick Michael for your audio engineer? Jesus. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Sounded good in the club, though. People who, uh, you know, weren't there, maybe they think it sounded like shit. It sounded good. As long as you weren't sitting near the bar area where I was screaming. Yeah, there was like another podcast going on, I think. Holy Dude, shit. Dude, even Mark Fellhauer admitted on the Drew and Mike show that he got shushed because him and Jim Bentley were just, while we were doing the show, were just like having the loud conversation. Which it's not a rock show. It's a comedy show. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I hate this song. Let's go get a beer. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's not, it's not how that like works. Bass solo. Uh, 
Hey, Carl, you got to check out this show. It's called WATP. They did this live show, and they recorded the whole thing off of the crowd mic. I mean, you can't even hear the hosts at all. You can hear conversations in the crowd so much louder. Uh, it's just an abomination, man. It would be a great segment on your show. Yeah, it's like Garfield without Garfield. Carl, I just want you to know I was driving back to Rochester when I saw the episode come up, and I went, yeah. oh, shit, I can't wait to hear how this turned out. Yeah. And I went, he must have put this up by mistake. <laughs> wow. I, I Thanks, Benny. I'm sorry. Way to, to kick it. a man while he's down. Huh? Yeah, you know my MO. <laughs> Stay down, bitch. All right. <laughs> Cardiff wants me to plug his YouTube. He's, he just says YouTube. He's yeah. not helping me at all. So look for Cardiff Electric on YouTube, everybody. Or just visit YouTube.com. Whatever works for you. It is called... Stuttering John, what's the deal with the dabbler? Uh, where's the camera? Oh, there. Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to uh, What's the Deal with the Dabbler, uh, episode 7. Uh, we're going to cover a very special show. Uh, yesterday was... John's birthday. The puppet He's stole my He's 57 years old. He looks great. <laughs> Just like me. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh. Let's, uh, let's see what John was up to. But uh, Skull. <laughs> the puppet drinks. Too. Okay, yeah, I need people fun. to tweet this let's at John what, and uh, tell him that Robert Schmeigel made this. <laughs> and just yeah. to see how just confused see how he gets. Responds uh, to that. That's amazing, Cardiff. Good job. Yeah. Oh, Hannah. Hannah, how's your mic sounding now? Do I still? Is it robot still? Binary? No, it's not robot. Okay, okay. I don't. I don't know what was going on with it. Good. That's always good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, it I don't works know how now. I fixed it. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> you could join our team of engineers over here. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> Are you gonna be available for the New York show? Yeah. All right. This next caller, Mike. Guys, listen closely. This next caller thought that the audio didn't come out real good from our live show. Hmm. When I heard you guys were going to be recording at the Magic Bag, I didn't think you meant from inside of an actual bag. (laughs) I see what you did there. Fuck you! Hey, Carl. It's Tucker Dixon here. You probably have me blocked on everything else for understandable reasons, but I have an extra ticket for the New York City show, which uh, you can set up a giveaway however you want. If you want to give away this ticket, I will figure out how to get to them. Maybe it'll be uh, say a kind word to Tucker type of thing. You know, whoever says the nicest thing will uh, win the ticket. Or, you know, whoever can shoot on me the most and make me cry the most, and then maybe I'll give them the ticket. I don't like that one, though. Let's go with the nice words thing. Anyways, that's all I got. Tucker, out. I like the funniest joke making fun of Tucker wins the ticket. If you want to go to our live show in New York on Tucker's Dime. What do you think, Vinny? Listen... That was just a cry for help. That whole thing. Yeah. That was just, that was the weirdest call Should ever. I not have played that. I know that was not like him, was it? That was a little weird. Okay, Tucker, I love you. Let's go back to contest ideas. Talk to a professional. <laughs> yeah, right. How about what do you like? Nicest insult. Nicest insult. Perfect. Thank you. You nailed it. Uh, your set at the roast wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all the delivery. You're learning. You're learning. So um, email me, WATPshow at gmail.com, your nicest insult for Tucker, if you would like to win his ticket to our live show. Hannah, are you coming to the uh, live show in New York? Are you going to join us on stage? No, I can't. Why is that? I can't go. Ween show? No, no, no. Okay. Um, I just, I have to work a lot this month, so I, I just can't. 
Okay. H- Hannah. Excuses. Are we what? not paying you enough over here? You can't just quit your day job and be the review girl for WATP? Mm-mm, not yet. Okay. All right. Well, I'll see what I can do. Um, I think Jeffrey Dahmer called into the show. It's about time. Hey, Carl. This is Jeffrey Dahmer. I just wanted to call, and, you know, this is how I talk. I just wanted to call and say, you know, I'm a big fan of WATP and, and also, you know, the creep-off, but I also just wanted to call and say, you're a cunt. Oh, come on. Jeffrey. So you guys remember at the live show, there was a person who, when we were doing, uh, you know, just walking around the audience talking to people, mm-hmm. there was a guy who said he was Gary from San Diego. I got yeah. very excited, personally. But apparently it wasn't. Hey, Carl. This is the real Gary from San Diego. I guess somebody showed up at your live show and claimed to be Gary from San Diego. They weren't. I'm still here in San Diego. Also, on another note, John Zillow, uh, there's a comment says that the seller has accepted an offer, but it doesn't say what the offer is, <laughs> and uh, it appears no contract has been signed. Okay. So I'll stay up uh, close, looking, looking very closely at that Zillow to see if John really sold it or who knows what's going on. But right now it says there's a pending offer and no contract has been signed. Okay, out for now. All right. Thanks for the update there. What if John is just trying to to, uh, drum up other bids and he's bidding on it himself? Is that where you got the idea that I bought my own ticket? That's what I'm thinking. He's buying his own apartment. (laughs) Everything is fucking projection with him. Because his apartment is in his mom's name. And the reason for that is that so when he sells it, he can keep the money. Because he owes so much back child support, this is all speculation. I don't, I don't want to. I don't know if this is true. I've just seen documents that say this on the a internet. A guy who looked like the Cookie Monster at a burka told me that once. <laughs> <laughs> right. The guy who plays keyboards for Job in the Hunt was telling me how John owes a bunch of money for child support to Susanna. So I have a feeling that John could actually technically put in a bid for his own apartment, which is a funny concept. Yeah. All right, Hannah, now that we have you, do you have one review that you can read for us? Yeah, I have one. Is it about the live show audio? No, it's actually not. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, this one's called So Confusing by Quarantine Mom Podcast. I don't understand the point of this podcast. Their fake laughter is annoying. In one episode about true crime obsessed, it solidified the lack of awareness of Kevin and Carl. The host of TCO mentions in a clip about seeing another image of Richard Nixon and the host of this podcast laugh and jokes and says, how many pictures of Richard Nixon are you looking at? If you actually knew what their podcast is about, it's about reviewing true crime documentaries. If I have to explain why Richard Nixon would be in several true crime documentaries and even some that deal with cough, drugs, cough. Uh, the new hosts are the true idiots. Fuck you! I'm glad you picked that one, Hannah. Wow, it's really shit on Carl week over here. <laughs> is that a one-star review, I would imagine? It is, but if it makes you feel better, it was hard to read because all the grammatical issues. Yeah, yeah, go, go figure. Somebody who likes true crime is a woman and can't spell. <laughs> what are the chances? I'm making a lot of friends today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. All I right. normally don't 
leave reviews, but I've had half a bottle of wine, <laughs> and I will not allow you yeah. to besmirch my show. All right, Hannah, I'm glad that you, we got your stuff working. Great to see you again. Yeah, sorry about that. You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt! Okay, folks, guess what? This the episode's a- over! <laughs> that was a great episode! That was really great! I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> this usernames the guy was using for Richard Ojeda were the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I'm a 12-year-old boy, and this man groomed me on Facebook. <laughs> the little icon picture yeah. looked like the cringe of the week guy that asked that super long question. Oh, yeah, you're right. Someone was saying that he's one of John's mods. Oh. One of John's moderators. That makes is, sense. Which is why I heard just like, I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is even funnier. That guy is going to get murdered. <laughs> yeah.